1: Welcome, folks, to this edition of the Hagman and the Hagman Report. I don't know why I said that, really. Do you know why? I don't know why. Eric comes in, and he's kicking things and saying, oh, man, I need new wheel bearings. What what is it, a 71 pinot? No, no, I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Welcome to this episode of the Hagman and the Hagman Report, folks. We're coming to you live from our radio and television studios here in beautiful northwest Pennsylvania where it's a cold blustery, minus 52 degrees. Again, I jest. Yeah. Alright, leave me alone. We broadcast live every weeknight. That's Monday through Friday for those, uh, impaired. Uh, some of 10pm Eastern time. I, I had a five minute, look, I had a five minute discussion today. I just have to share this with you. We had a, a conference call scheduled and, uh, uh, it was scheduled for a certain time. It was, I'll say 3 o'clock PM Eastern time. But we had uh, people on Central and Mountain and we had, we had all the time zones covered. By the last time I, it was all said and done, I had no idea what time this thing was scheduled for. So the it was, it was scheduled for 3 o'clock Eastern, I think, something like that. By the time it was, by, I don't know, it was 17 minutes after somebody said, are you going to join us? But no, not until four. I, I just, so, so, you know, things happen. Things do happen. Uh, it was just fun. You had to be there, I guess, right? Lost in the translation. Didn't land. Sorry about that, folks, but nonetheless. So talk about inconveniencing people. I, I don't like to be late and I, I don't like other people being late and certainly, uh, but, but the, the funny thing about that is, is we had discussed this, the different time zones, we, we, you know, we had discussed this days ago and said, okay, this is the time. This is the time so what did I do I wrote the wrong time in my date book see I don't go by computers I don't like computers or cell phones I don't do that stuff okay so and then when I found out that I translated the time wrong I I got mad and made my daughter cry I think so I apologize to Jackie um because I said I said you know can't anyone keep anything straight and I'm looking and it's me that couldn't keep anything straight that's me Anyway folks I just so we're just so happy to to uh to be coming at you today uh f- with with news information that we believe that you will be a lot a lot more informed once the program is over and I want to thank you for investing 3 hours of your time with us. Uh folks we have two different websites. That is hagman and hagman for the show for all things show related and hagmanreport.com for news analysis information investigative reports and i did a video today yes i did it's on uh... hagmanreport.com i think steve might have linked to it steve quayle might have linked to it as well and uh... but but please it's only six eight minutes i think i don't know a few eight minutes long but it's about the inauguration it's about I had two conversations with, with two separate individuals who are in the intelligence industry um... Intelligence, the world of intelligence, and and they're everyone inside. Look, everyone inside the Beltway is like looking at if they're patriots, they are concerned about the inauguration, and uh, even more concerned though, about what's coming after the inauguration, because the globalists are loaded for bear. Now, before I bring Joe on, a couple of things I I do want to make mention of this. Um. Yeah, but well, please check out the YouTube video that, that, that I did. Just go to hackmanreport.com and it's on the top there. Uh, and yes, I do, I do, see, I do have suspenders. So I see you really don't wear those, right? Yeah, see? On the other side too. Don't stand up, Eric says, why? I, I got, I have, I have, have suit pants on, and speaking of that, and this is i'm glad you brought that up because here's the thing you know i like to look good and i like i like to wear suits and anyone who has ever seen me at, at the uh, conferences i think i've pretty much worn suits i i just i like it i like to look nice i want to welcome a new sponsor and guys let me tell you and ladies of guys let me tell you about our new sponsor indochino indochino.com have you heard of these Have you heard of this company? This place rocks Indochino.com. They make suits and shirts to measure. This is a fantastic company. They're kicking off their advertising campaign with Hagman and Hagman Report tomorrow. They make uh, It's made to measure suits. Here's what you do: you either get measured by a tailor, go into one of their showrooms, or have your wife take your measurements. And, and there's a video online of how to get you the proper way to take measurements. Now you got to follow that. You got to really pay attention to what you're doing, but it's easy, all right. And then then you fill out the. Uh, you, you just go shopping online. You pick out the fabric. You pick out the, the look. You can even, for example, you can even. Uh, pick out the lining of your suit coat if you want little duckies on in in, in, on the lining it's fantastic it's just or or engraved you know monogrammed it's just fantastic it's one of the largest made to measure menswear brands you get a high quality suit made to your exact measurements for a perfect fit and i don't know about you guys but me if i got a poorly worn you know if i can't buy off the rack suits because i'm I don't know. I, I'm just not an off the rack kind of guy. So I've got to have every suit I buy I gotta have a tailored. Why go through all of that? Just just go to Indochino.com. That's I N D O C H I N O dot com can get pick the fabric. Like I said, pick the oh it's just fantastic. And they'll customize your suit exactly the way you want it. All right. This week, folks, and I'm jumping ahead here, but I, I got I'm just so excited about this because I love this. This week our listeners can get any premium Indochino, Indochino suit. Guess how much? A thousand? No. Five hundred? No. Just for our listeners, this week alone, $389 at Indochino.com when entering HH at the checkout. That's 50% off the regular price for a made to measure premium suit. And you know what? The shipping is free. That's Indochino.com. Promo code HH for any premium suit for just $389. That's $389 in free shipping. That's an incredible deal. And these suits, they feel good. They wear good. You'll be proud to own one. And once you do this, and trust me when I tell you this, once you do this, guys, I'm telling you, if you like to look good and you wear suits, especially if you wear suits every day, once you do this, you'll never go back to, you know, getting off, buying them off the rack or going to wherever, wherever you go now. This is the place. I found my suit. I have found it. I found this, this is it. I get to pick the material. I get to do the fabric, you know, Indochino.com. That's Indochino.com HH as our promo code. And that's an extended goodwill welcome to that company. That's just because I like them. So anyway, I wanted to make sure I got that in. So I've got a lot, a lot of things to say. We got a lot of news, Joe. I'm gonna bring you on. Um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about.
2: Yeah, there is quite a few things, and I think we'll start where you uh, started earlier today with your YouTube video in the upcoming inauguration of Trump. We have some interesting news about the inauguration, about potential disruptions and and maybe even attacks at the inauguration, and I think this is a good place to start because there's a lot of stories uh, that go to the extreme. I was on Dave Hodges last night, and we talked about a Judicial Watch article from last Thursday that detailed a a cartel and Islamic terrorist threat at the border. There was a shootout at a Nuevo Laredo U.S. consulate that was linked to possible terrorism at the inauguration. There's also the National Guard, what's going on with the National Guard in Washington, D.C. 5,000 troops are being deployed for the inauguration to make sure there's a smooth transition of power but the top um, personnel for the National Guard is has been um yeah, well he's a 1201 he's done but it's my understanding Joe I've been, I've
1: researched the heck out of this and tell me what your findings are if they're different than mine I've and folks I've done I've researched the heck out of this it's my understanding that uh that was Trump's decision
2: well they say it's Obama's decision the the uh, gentleman in question was appointed by Bush uh back in 2001 he served as eight years at the head of the National Guard in Washington, D.C. And, uh, um, it, now if there's information that says it's Trump's decision, that, that'd be interesting to see. Well, I saw that it was an, an Obama decision. Now this was last week.
1: Cause um, I was going nuts over this and we mentioned it last week, but I, but here's the thing. Here's Joe. Here's what I found. It, it's automatically, it's, it's kind of like, um, in city politics. If, if you're the police commissioner, let's say in New York City, you serve at the pleasure of the mayor, mm-hmm. for example. All right. This guy. Uh, although it's a federal, um, well, it, it, although it's a National Guard, because it's D.C., he serves at the pleasure of the man in the in the Oval Office. So, uh, technically, at 1201, he you he submi- he, he basically submit your resignation and then wait to
2: either get rehired. So what or you're saying re- is this is a normal. Practice
1: well. I, I don't know the how the normal it is. I mean, hard, it would be normal
2: within a few days or a week of the, right. the change of power, but this certainly. is doing it right on the same day, the same yeah. moments where the president-elect is going to be inaugurated.
1: Yeah, it's certainly the, the timing is not right.
2: Um, the the timing is definitely off. But it was
1: again, it was my understanding, and and I could be very, I could be wrong on this, where the, the the because of the security concerns at the inauguration, Trump said, okay. Um, and he was given, and this is information I got, I received from my, my, my sources, uh, source singular, where he was given a list of all of the security personnel that includes the National Guard, the state police, or the various, poli- I'm sorry, the various police agencies, the various, uh, well the entirety of the, of, of the security apparatus in, in DC. And that was one of the issues that came up and he said, no, we're going to replace him because uh, I guess. We, well, my, my source said no. He, they wanted him replaced. Now, if 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 you're getting different information, I will I will
2: say we'll, we'll have to to know. look further into it. Um, I personally I don't think it's a big deal. Um, you know, people are from yeah, lawmakers yeah, to right. other people aren't showing up to the inauguration. There's one interesting story. uh Oh, well, there's two interesting stories that are coming out of uh, James O'Keefe Project Veritas. Yes. Yes. Which there's a new spin. The story. I don't know how many people saw. There's a few um, tapes that have been uh, going Sorry, around.
1: I should have done that. There
2: was, um, there was an audio tape that talks about the level of civil disobedience that will be involved in the inauguration from people protesting the inauguration to others barricading cars with, you know, making human chains and, and shields, trying to um, back things up and, and block things up during in, the inauguration. But there was an an interesting video that James O'Keefe from Project Veritas put out showing far-left activists captured on an undercover video discussing how to unleash stink bombs and um, to release sprinkler systems in buildings that were involved in the inauguration. And there's a new spin on this. If you haven't watched the undercover video for Project Veritas, I'd urge people to do that. But this group, uh, Disrupt J20, I believe it's called. Right. They have Each, uh, come out and now said that they intentionally divulged false information to trick the filmmakers, saying that James O'Keefe, in the video he released Monday, which is what these people are admitting to doing and wanting to do, is a crime punishable by up to five years, right. at the minimum, five years in jail. Um, but now they're coming out, the anti fascist coalition. And saying that the meeting in December discussing how to disrupt the deplorable, an right. event being held Tuesday at the National Press Club, uh, and the Trump inauguration, they were talking about putting, uh, um, stink bombs or, uh, no, there was acid, this, this was, yeah, right. baria- Uh, bariatic acid. Yeah, uh, and uh, smelling this it. has a big odor and it's, it's very, uh, effective. Uh, high school or college, you'll know. You, but we've seen you know. the, um, and what's interesting about this video uh, and this whole story is, I just came across this uh, story saying that you know they knew they were being filmed. It's disrupt Day Twenty is the movement. And but, but, but Joe, yeah, but see, here's the thing. Not only that, they're they're coming. Uh, they're they're
1: claiming a privilege, the uh, wiretapping uh, issues that they're they're saying it
2: was edited. Um, oh, I don't know. Like, that they say it's edited. They uh they made it, they gave a statement uh late, uh, just earlier today. And they said that they hatched the plan after figuring out they had been infiltrated. They met with Project Veritas filmmaker at Comet Ping Pong. as yeah, the yeah. conspiracy theorists. You can, there you go. The stink bomb would be funny. The group said their plans were false and they did not reveal their actual plans, which are nonviolent demonstrations. Of course not. They, but, they wouldn't do that. I don't know <laughs> the, the the pizza thing that the, where the location of the meeting was held. That I thought about that at first. You know. And they they touch their faces a lot. You know, they you see them. Doing stuff like this, sitting there like this, I, that kind of struck me as not being genuine. So there may be something. Maybe they were. They, they did know. You mean body language wise? Yes, or are you talking yes, about. Maybe they did know. Because if you watch the video, I watch a video a few times today. Yeah, I did. Their see. eyes are kind of shifty. It's not like natural, um, just going with the flow type conversation. They seem kind of. Regardless, even there's okay, other so tapes out
1: there too. If if right tomorrow, it's going to even get worse. According. Uh, um, yeah. But, and, and I give I give O'Keefe a lot of credit. I really do because we used to do the same thing. And, and back in the day, we didn't have the technology that we have now. You know, you have this, um, and we had stuff equal to sometimes even better than the local FBI office.
2: But even okay, back in '95, I remember you had those uh, that one little camera. But
1: even then, then they were You big. got
2: burned from the wires, right?
1: right. I, I actually I have a I have a burn. The scar right here on my arm and right down it ran down cuz Silas yeah, right cuz I, I was sweating and uh and I could feel it because of the wire
2: I can't remember what happened but the, or where I was wearing the there was the, the wire uh, I and, remember messing with those cameras oh. for hours trying to get them to fit somewhere perfectly in a button yeah. or a, in a hat and it just seems like they just throw them on Cover him up, and they can do whatever they want. The 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 guy that I was videotaping, you smell, you
1: smell something burning, you smell flesh burning, and no, my eyes were watering, you know. that's "Oh my goodness," uh, but no, that's. But see, you know, I, what O'Keefe did after he got the video, he did, he went. This is my understanding. You now, after O'Keefe got the video. Uh, the, the video, the entirety of the video, behalf of which, or the other part is going to be seen tomorrow. He went to his own attorney, and his attorney and O'Keefe went to the FBI,
2: mm-hmm. and they okay. went to the Justice Department. If right.
1: I'm not mistaken, and, and and see, think about this. Where's the tolerance? Love Trumps hate, right? Okay, what a bunch of goofballs. You know, these are slime buckets out there. And I would, I would hope that those people identified on that video, I would hope upon hope and pray that those scum buckets, those slime buckets that want to release this, this acid into the HVAC system at the deplorable ball to, just to ruin everyone's life and they think it's so much fun. You know, I hope that they, you know, bring back the stockades, put them in stockades.
2: One of the gentlemen on the video, the guy with longer hair, his name is Lou something. He back in uh, a few years ago. I was reading. He was advocating for the legalization of of child, adult relationships. This is a figure, right? And these guys again are part of a, a group called the anti-fascist um, what's it, coalition or organization. It's funded by Soros. Funded by the left. Um, and interestingly enough, there's been a number of... I saw an interesting story about I'm going to see Soros. The hey, eight, there's a story about the wait. eight richest men in the world they being richer the, than... Half the world. Yeah, right, and half then the there was other articles that went into more detail as to where their money goes. And um, one of the big causes was uh funding abortion. Oh, why not? Because, From Soros yeah. to Warren Buffett to Bill Gates. And Planned Parenthood being one of those um, <coughs> recipients of, of a lot of that money and and the other one the other really big one was uh democratic left wing political organizations and activist groups um that was just that was up there with the abortions more so for some of the people involved in, in donating the money which is very telling sure it is um you know these people are are paying to get their agenda pushed through by bribing or co-opting uh, politicians who will stoop low enough to do anything for money and that's how our Congress has worked and continues to work um, pretty right. much since, you know, for the last hundred years and will we see a change with this president, you know, I've been happy that Trump was elected and some of the changes we see, but I'm being very reserved because Look, he has, how many times he hasn't in history has not president been selected or elected how many times are always history- selected? Exactly. So if we, you know, going back, looking at history as an example and seeing what got us to this place, what's to say that? I mean, you, you can hope for the best, but what's to say there's not a, a bigger deception behind the scenes, whether Trump knows about it or not?
1: Well, it's being pushed through. He can.
0: I'm anyone just saying can,
2: keep your eyes open. Don't just think right. that a savior has come and all your pro- like Obama in 08. You know well they're going to pay it he's going to pay off my mortgage he's going to yeah how'd hey, that work out for y'all? We can't go that far we have to be we can be optimistic, but we have to be we have to keep our eyes open well, a lot of things about this
1: what what we've seen is fake news what uh that thirty five page dossier uh the orbis intelligence group and and uh others involved in this, the initial uh outing or the initial uh attempt to discredit trump was done by a wealthy Republican donor, and then it would switch to a Democrat after a Republican after Trump won the nomination, the GOP nomination. And there's a lot of speculation as to who that Republican was. And, of course, a lot of speculation who the Democrat was. But then, of course, you saw what happened last Friday with the um, uh, press conference, and Trump just be slapping uh, Jim Acosta. I mean, just, bam, shut up. Your fake news, sit out. He did it uh, to John Brennan today too. I don't know if you saw that. But, yeah, um, and, and I'm going to tell you, the guys, the two guys I spoke to said he's got either a lot of you know big ones, or, sorry, or um <laughs> he, he he's or he doesn't know who he's messing with because the intelligence agents is going to hurt him. You know, JFKM. That's what the, the, the yeah. But anyway, real quick before they break, I just want to say this. If I can, can I, can I, can I just address this message to, uh, the, uh, John Lewis who's boycotting the,
2: uh, Inauguration.
1: The Inauguration. He, Bush, he boycotted
2: boy- boy- Bush's. Yeah. What a putz. Said he wasn't legitimate.
1: Okay. Yeah. You talk about illegitimate. Let's talk about illegitimate first. Because I want to, I, here's, hey, Rosie O'Donnell. Okay. You know, what was that cartoon, or, uh, art- or or on uh, Star Wars, that, that wasn't there like a, a... Never seen Star Wars. I didn't either, or I fell asleep, I think. I took a date to it when I first, I fell asleep, and she left, you know, walked out of the theater. But, uh, yeah, long story. What was that blob? I don't know. Rosie, yeah, that's fine. You get the idea. But look. Who? Jabba the Hutt. All right. Rosie O'Donnell. Thank you. I never would the tech voice in there, but but, but see so you talk about illegitimate the president and, and John Lewis should be ashamed of himself. Rosie O'Donnell uh, as an entertainer, keep your mouth shut. No one really gives a damn what you think or what you say. You want martial law? You don't even know what you're asking for. Bill O'Reilly, so here. shut up. All right, well you know but let's talk about illegitimacy. You talk. Remember, folks, we had Mike Zulo here. The day after his press conference, the final press conference with Joe Arpaio, outlining nine points of forgery of the long-form birth certificate by Barack Hussein Obama that resided on the White House servers. Here's the thing Obama's White House technologies are. Here's what you didn't hear. Um, Or maybe, I don't don't believe you heard this, Vivak Kundra oversaw the technology projects and budget for 86 D.C. government agencies as the head of the district office of, of the chief technology. Officer, uh, Yusuf Akar, then acting head security officer for the DC office of the chief tech technology officer, happened to be arrested way back when, um, here, not uh, during that time, and ultimately, ultimately sentenced to 27 months in prison in connection with a bribery scam by federal authorities. I'm sorry, that was in 2009. Okay. But here's, here's the kicker. Assistant U.S. Attorney Thomas Heiberger told federal Judges told a federal judge that ACAR was a flight risk because agencies seventy thousand dollars in cash from his house. I'd like to have seventy grand stuck in your house. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. We He's just you know, I think. Hey, well, it's okay. I need. I'm looking for a five. All right. You know. Anyway, Uh and and because in recorded conversations he boasted that he could easily flee to his native Turkey, and told an in informant that he could use his computers to create fake. Birth certificates. How do you like that? All right. So you talk about illegitimate uh, uh, presidents. How about this? How about 75 different uh, violations of federal law by Obama and his people? How about the Fast and Furious? You remember that the illegally armed Mexican drug cartels and ISIS militants uh, in Operation Fast and Furious? Obama. his regime facilitated the sale of thousands of guns in Mexican drug cartels
2: what do you mean his his administration was scandal free
1: right scandal free my butt attempting to shut down gun stores outside of the law you talk about the second amendment oh he left the second amendment alone criminal racketeering this is a, a classic case U.S. Department of Justice was, began pressuring banks to refuse service to gun stores in a program titled Operation Choke Point. Remember that? No, no. I can go on for 73 more, including, of course, Benghazi. The email, uh, the whole email scandal, the crimes, the email crimes that, uh, Obama knew about that was at, uh, was at the, uh, of which Hillary Clinton was at the epicenter. And by the way, the Clinton Foundation, which I know that they're shutting down the Global Initiative. Mm-hmm. You talk about transitioning the, the, it. the huge, the biggest multi-gazillion-dollar fraud on the face of this earth. And you're talking about Donald Trump being illegitimate.
2: Isn't it interesting the timing of the shutdown of the Clinton Global Initiative right after she loses the election? They talked about laying off 22 employees. Then they this is what they did today yeah. in their release. Yeah. But you know what's interesting about it? It seems that she lost her power, she lost her status as a politician who can create favors out of money and right when there's no more power left to be sold, or favors left to be sold, they go ahead and decide to shut it down, but it's not a complete shutdown it's a transition to the Obama Foundation, which is something we can talk about on the other side, as well as more about fake news, Donald Trump, John Brennan, the inauguration, followed by Trey Smith, coming up in hours 2 and 3, stay with us
1: Trey Smith, of course, uh, an internet sensation on YouTube. And I just want to say hello to all of the citizen journalists out there, uh, Brittany Pettibone, Tara from Reality Calls, Andrew Kerr, every one of those who are just showing uh, fearlessness in reporting, and understand that we, collectively, whether it's us or Dave Hodges or Alex Jones or... Uh, health masters uh, believe it or not health masters uh, and all the, all of the independent media personalities and stations are under attack in some way, shape, or form. we are all under attack, and you know just uh, just know that so we 're we relish we enjoy well i shouldn 't say we enjoy it because it 's stressful, nonetheless, we know that we 're over. That target, when we get the flack, when we get the stones hurled at us, when we get the bullets flying, metaphorically speaking, or, you know, when, so, so we know that we're, we're touching nerves, and we know that we're occupying people's spaces and people's minds rent free. We know that. We do know that. And, and so, when we know that we must be doing something right, and we just want to say thank you for your prayers and your support, because without your support, we could never do this, and you know. There, and I'll say this: I I would love there to be a day when we don't we wouldn't have to rely on 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 some, you know on advertising on advertisers. There'd be no ads. And I, I just love that to be. I'd love there to come a day when that would happen. Um, Play the lottery? Yeah, that's the fool's tax. This Is the lottery? That's what I call that. But but you know. No, but we thank you for your support because you, you've helped, you've helped build this and you're helping build the alternative media, the independent media. And, and whether, whether you're, whether you decide to, uh, help build, I don't know, uh, Dave Hodges program or ours or, uh, insert name here, it doesn't matter. Thank you for doing that. On behalf of all of us, thank you for doing that because that's how we can actually get to the point where we can uh, really be reckoned with. Now, I've got. I want to say something. I didn't tell Joe this. I didn't tell. Or I didn't tell anyone this yet. But it's very possible that uh, you know all the stuff that Donald Trump is doing with respect to the media, pushing the media out of the White House.
2: Yeah, uh, I uh, talked John about room. this today. The uh, right. Uh, there's a few headlines on Friday and, and Saturday about this about uh, Trump wants less press in the room, or Trump wants more press in the room. Well, there's like a room
1: for 79 standing or 49 uh, sitting.
2: He wants less of the mainstream media involved, and he wants to invite bloggers uh, and uh, alternative media folks to have a seat. in the And that's press the circuit.
1: announcement I've got. I We're working, I'm going to tell you this, we're working with uh, a uh, specific unit to get press credentials for Hagman Report and Canada Free Press. We, we have press credentials at CFP, but to bring them over to Hagman Report to be part of the gaggle. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great, huh? So, yes, we're, I didn't tell you that, but uh, the conversation that was held today... Uh, we should have some sort of answer because this, a lot of this is contingent upon what, uh, Donald Trump is doing.
2: Yeah, no decision has been made.
1: Yet. Exactly. And before we get further on, I want to mention that we have this fantastic website. If you are a small, medium, large business, if you're hiring, do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Let me ask you, do you? And if you've ever had that, had to go through the process of hiring, it's a, t- a tiresome job sometimes or it can be. Posting your job to one, in one place right now is not enough to find quality candidates. You can't do that anymore. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job in all of the top job sites, and folks, now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 200-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. You can find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. If I can use it, and I have used it, it is so simple, and it makes things so easy. There's no juggling of emails. There's no calls to your office. You can quickly screen candidates. You can rate them and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by Fortune 100 companies and thousands of small and medium-sized businesses. just spoke with a business owner yesterday. or I'm sorry, yesterday. It was on Saturday. A gentleman that, that I had done business with for a long, long time, head of personnel for a plastics company. told him about ZipRecruiter, and he, as a matter of fact, today, said, guess what, trying it out the midweek, he's said a personnel, and you know who I'm talking about, Joe, because you've taken reports to him in the area. but anyway, uh, anyway, find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by the Fortune 100 companies and thousands of small and medium-sized businesses. Right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash trial that's ziprecruiter.com slash free trial. One more time to try for free. Go to ziprecruiter.com slash free trial. There it is. It's great service.
2: I want to thank Paul J for sending us an email earlier. today. I don't think you saw this. Um, apparently a f- guest of our show, John Price, he's the author. Yes. Of the end of America. He's passed away from cancer. John Price has a few days ago. Yeah. Um, apparently he would, uh, about 18 months ago, um, he had cancer and, uh, his wife, Kathy, uh, oh, man. also has cancer apparently, but we want to say our prayers with him uh, and his family the best. I did. Not he was 75 know. years old. Right. January 13th. So, um, yeah, he's been on Friday. our show, um, a number of times talking about his book and, um, Oh, the biblical man. perspective on on where we are in history. So, just want to give a shout out to him and his family because they have uh, been a part of the show for a while. All right, um, moving forward. That's rough. We need, I guess we'll cover I didn't this first. Know
1: that. Thank you for telling me
2: that. Yeah, um, fake news, Trump and the CIA. Uh, we got two stories here. Selective editing. CNN changes Trump message about Russian hacking. And this article is from The New American. And, folks, if you want it's a it's a good write-up by um, Mitchell Shaw. And it says, it opens like this, and I like the way it opens. It appears that the folks at CNN just can't help themselves in their various attacks on President-elect Trump. The news organization has used fabrication, exaggeration, and selective editing to make it appear that he said or did this or that when the accurate record disagrees with what the liberal network reports. Now, they cite the example that the article talks about, case in point, the network ran an article after Trump's press conference under the headline, Trump, I think it was Russia, where they used an edited clip um, where Trump was talking about Russia in the context of something completely different, and they put that clip, uh, they edited it out and put it in the front like he was saying, like he was asked a question about the uh, election hacking and made it appear as though he said i think it was russia responsible for the hacking so they're taking uh donald trump's quotes and and putting them uh, completely out of context context to uh, make it appear that he's saying and doing things that he is not saying or doing and this is not anything new with cnn they've we've seen them run fake stories um just complete lies they've fabricated stories on air and they've edited or, you know, cut off microphones and edited the same thing that um, the people who investigated Planned Parenthood, Center for Medical Progress, yeah. they were, remember they got arrested and charged for deceptively editing videos, uh, uh, the undercover footage uh, they, they shot with Planned Parenthood no, representatives?
1: Uh, they did not get charged for that or arrested for that.
2: Well, they got, uh, they got they, charged
1: they, for, um, I believe it was for violation of the wire, uh, wire tapping, wire tapping which is rarely you. I mean, it's, it's, that, that was it's so used bold. As a
2: It's used as a, yeah, it's, it's like they a can't portray. get on anything else. Yeah. And, okay. Well, I, I know that they were, weren't they banned also? There was there a law put into place that says you can't. Um, you know, do undercover journalism and and no, different no. medical things in California alone. uh Unless, well, that could that could be some state statute, but I, I don't. But the big storyline with the um, Center for Medical Progress and Planned Parenthood was the release of videos showing Planned Parenthood selling uh, uh, under uh, baby parts to other people and and just engaging in, in unethical, terrible practices. And the big story there was that when the Center for Medical Progress released the videos, they would release an edited version, not taking things out of context, just shortening the the clip, as well as releasing the whole clip at the same time when they released the edited footage. But the media obviously only focused on the edited portions and used the editing to try to uh, confuse the issue, saying that it was edited out of context when it wasn't. But CNN gets away with this and... You know, they issue an apology, and, and that's the end of it. No fines from the government, no um, FCC I- involved in this. Uh, and it's just very suspect, because they continue to do it. And Trump got into an argument, so to speak, with John Brennan, the head of the CIA, and he branded the outgoing CIA chief as the leader of fake news after Brennan told Trump to grasp the Russian threat instead of talking and tweeting Stirring up another feud between the president elect and the intelligence community. Uh tensions between Donald Trump and the intelligence community escalated again this past weekend as outgoing CIA director John Brennan fiercely attacks Trump attacked Trump's views on Russia, <coughs> saying, I don't think he has a full understanding of Russia's capabilities and the actions they are taking on the world. And Trump with just a few days ago to his inauguration, recognizes his words do have an impact and he went on to call Brennan the leader of fake news and talked about a number of issues in the, in Europe. He says, just look at Syria, Crimea, Ukraine, and the buildup of Russian nukes, Trump wrote on Twitter. Not good. Was this the leader of fake news putting it on Brennan? But we saw, um, you mentioned Andrew Kerr. We had him on last week. They covered the, um, fake intelligence report that Circulated and, and found its way to and We need to pay attention
1: to this Fake news in conjunction Excuse me for interrupting but in conjunction With Pizzagate Do not forget about Pizzagate it should be Pedogate it's much bigger than that As it relates to the Clinton Foundation As it relates to the Haiti And the Clinton Global Initiative And the, the, the Haiti Initiative As it all relates to the uh, Perversity within Washington but so all of this combined, uh, but fake news, uh, and, I, and I, I really suspect when I was on Alex Jones' show talking with uh, when that uh, when that gentleman came on, no, when that attorney the, uh, came Muslim on, guy uh, Muslim
2: guy who was Muslim Muslim
1: sitting in the uh, restaurant, I, restaurant. I just wish I would have had ten more minutes with him, and, and uh, because the, I do believe that that situation was something that something there was something much more. To that that we didn't get to, I, I still want to investigate that. But uh, P- the Paddlegate involving Podesta and the other perverts, uh, we really need to continue to investigate. But go ahead, sir. Yeah, we do. And um and, and Brennan, look, you mentioned Brennan. I'll just throw this out there too, folks. Brennan in 2008 was Obama's when 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 uh, when Obama was running for president in 2008, it's seven eight. Brennan was Obama's national security advisor. Brennan was part of, and um, Montograph, the YouTuber named Montegraff, did a wonderful job explaining this, explaining Brennan's role in a number of things, including the innocence of Muslims, that film, and the um, relationship to the passport office break-in.
2: Yeah, you know, I was reading about that, that uh, this weekend. And reading now, uh, some people thought that John Brennan conned his way into the White House through that passport break and obtaining some kind of information that he could use as leverage to get a position. And I was also reading about his uh, transition as to the head of the CIA. He was um, nominated in 2011. He did not get confirmed until 2013 for whatever reason. Um, but there's some interesting stuff there that that you could uh, dig deeper into switching gears here I don't know if you saw this uh, before yep. you just uh
1: before you switch I just want to make sure that people remember this um,
2: with the passport breaking? yeah
1: I just I, I pull up my notes here on the computer because uh, just because this this is to me the uh, uh, the, the fake news narrative connection, Brennan, and when when Donald Trump referenced Brennan and CNN, as well as Bud, Buzzfeed. And you know, Buzzfeed got two, a two hundred million dollar grant or a loan from the major media corporations. No, I... oh, oh yeah, people think Buzzfeed is a small little website. No, no, I mean it was a 200 million dollar loan, I believe that they received uh two two years ago maybe. But nonetheless, getting back to Brennan in the passport office, Brennan was uh, Obama's, and this is from my notes here. He headed a firm that was cited in March of 07. I can't read my own writing. Oh wait, I'm sorry. For breaching sensitive files in the State Department's passport office. Now, the security breach was reported by the Washington Times initially, confirmed by the State Department spokesman Sean McCormick. This is back, you know, in 2008. There was a State Department briefing in March of 08, where McCormick confirmed that the contractor had access to the passport files of the presidential candidates, those being McCain, Clinton, and Obama. And this is where Brennan falls in. So you go, have to go all the way back to 08 and that's uh, this whole, this whole time that that's, that's when Obama finally admitted, oh yes, by the way, I did travel to Pakistan because he figured that that information was going to come out anyway. So had this not break in, uh, had this break in not occurred. Uh, we may might not have never known that he traveled to Pakistan during a time when you couldn't travel there because of, of, of law. And uh, some people might call that fake news. It's not. But I said all of that just to bring this back around. I'm going to turn it back to you. We have to pay attention because we are, we as in the alternative media and the independent media, will be silenced through a number of tactics. And one of the ways is, and I made a video about this uh, last week, the lawfare... Um, that's associated with, with, that will be associated with fake news. And all you have to do is think about the clock boy. And I use that as the example, the clock boy. Remember that? That kid built a digital clock and put it in a briefcase and took it to school as this non-existent science project does just to supposedly impress the English or impress the teachers, but no one was impressed. It looked like a bomb, so they called the authorities. Well, the parents turned around and what they did was, Despite uh, despite the appearance of terrorism, horrible stuff, and that was a young boy, but nonetheless, despite the appearance, the the boy's family sued the school, Mm -hmm. sued Glenn Beck. and, And to me, I believe that that was one of the first instances of modern lawfare in history. So the reason I did a video on that last week, because the clock boy, that case was just thrown out on last Monday, I believe it was, a week ago today. And that's why I did the, the, that's why I did the video about lawfare on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever it was, because that's when it was making the news that that, that suit got thrown out. But this is one of the things I believe that are going to be used, one of the tactics that are going to be used against the independent media is, uh, this, this defamation kind of stuff. Well, you just ruined the reputation of my son or you ruined the reputation of my family or you showed some sort, uh, you hurt us uh, because you showed bigotry. And racism and
2: Islamophobia. That um, let's say Fox News picked up a story. Then Breitbart and a number of Internet publications ran with the story. Well, that we talked about on air. Could they selectively pick one of those organizations? I think and, anyone and who targeted about them, it would it have to much, come after everybody. No, no, they
1: wouldn't have to come after everybody. I think that they, first of all, they'd go after the people that they perceive to have deep pockets or deeper pockets. And then they would certainly conduct an investigation and in an effort to identify everyone who talked about it that had um that, that would that would have a a presence so the higher you the higher invisibility you go, the bigger the target you are so Glenn Beck was at that time if you recall he was the one to jumped right on that, and I believe c n n and such they did cover that, but they didn't talk directly about the um uh the case as as Beck did so that's why the family uh, went after the, the uh, went after the blaze and Beck, and again, whatever you think of Beck, it doesn't matter because in, in this case, just insert whatever media outlet, independent media outlet you want in that in that in place of Beck. Uh, it, it could be Jones, it could be us, it could be anybody, and that's that's one of the things I want to warn people about because that they're going to come after the independent media in that fashion. So when you when that's why this push there's this big push to 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 identify things like you're talking about as fake news um and pizzagate as fake news. this is a game changer to me and it's it's under it's
2: really under uh it's understated that the the threat is understated. so go ahead and I, just on the the fake news um I don't think there's any aside from you know the Google and YouTube targeting um individual websites or youtube accounts to demonetize or to remove content uh the fake news thing to me is becoming more and more not a distraction but i just don't see i cannot if the me, if the media try to cut off you know internet websites and independent journalists i don't see that going over well for anybody in this country i would i see major pushback to that which we're no, seeing the I pushback towards know. the mainstream. You and I have a different view on that, I think. I mean, they can use it to try and entangle some people in some organizations, and there might be people who get caught up in it, like we saw with BuzzFeed running the fake intelligence report. Uh, a lot of the news is is created by our government at the top levels of government. Sure disseminated is. to news organizations, both on TV and print. Um, you know, you have also places like the AP and Reuters where they meet with top government officials and and – uh, you know Create stories Or uh, Very very rarely Is there any real Investigative journalism Like we saw with uh, What O'Keefe's doing From Project Veritas
0: And, and I you have O'Keefe You just see news anchors
2: uh, much. Repeating Storylines that come out From the AP Or from the government And disseminated down To other stories And the fake The people A lot of people Are catching on That Their Mainstream news Their local news For the most part um, It's a lot of fluff And it's a lot of Um you know, you, misdirection. You, and you, I you think can, the, outri- the outcry would be too, too monstrous from the people out there if they were to start just cutting off. Well, just ABC, NBC, CBS,
1: the same news stories in the same verbiage. Just about you can you can you can switch a channel and be the same thing. So you know it's they're all, all controlled, right? Just a different right. opinion on the back end of but the, but, story. but what you're saying though, and, and I I really don't, and, and this is where you and I have to kind of duke it out a little bit. I think because. I really think that people need to. I, I really believe that the, and, and I just, I, I just don't. I have such a dislike of the phrase "fake news" because it's like conspiracy theory. I dislike that phrase. It's not correct in my view. It's not, well, accurate. It's
2: not applied correctly,
1: um, and that's right. The problem. To, to me, fake news is uh, somebody intentionally making up a story, posting it on, on, on a news website, or like the, the National Enquirer, or CNN's Iraq
2: War coverage, or. Yeah, there you go. Were
1: but they? the National Enquirer has
2: broke more stories, got yes, more stories have, right than. And I feel bad calling them fake news. I guess they're tabloid not news. tabloid news. Okay, there's tabloid. a difference. But but fake news, um,
1: as as much as I have much disdain as I have for that phrase, I think that is going to be the hinge that is going to be responsible for a lot of, shall we
2: say, uh, censorship in the alternative media. Well, fake news is just a expansion. Uh, of propaganda. Because what's propaganda? It's created information that is misleading, disseminated to people to try to get them to do something or act in a certain way or think a certain way. Fake news only expands it by a little bit, just creating something out of whole cloth uh, for the purposes of making journalists or reporters look bad who won't uh, vet the information or verify it or just run with it by mistake. We've had fake news in this country since the TV since the radio was around since the first newspaper the, exactly so it's just they're just repackaging it and they're projecting like what Clinton did during this last election cycle it seems to have carried over to the party and to the talking heads in Washington you know these people are, are guilty of of lying cheating stealing robbing killing and they do it through the, the fake news organizations they do it uh, through manipulation they I mean they All they want is power and money, and their drive is evil. And they've been creating fake news forever. It's just being applied to something that is opposed to them now, and they're projecting their own crap that they do onto people who are are legitimately looking for the truth. Yes,
1: and and Andrew Trying to discredit them. Correct. And, 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 you know, Donald Trump cannot... cannot turn back the uh, NDAA, the act of 20 or the old 2017 law uh, that contains that establishment of the Board of Governors in there, page 547, that deals with uh, propaganda and, as such, fake news. He can't turn it back. He'd have to go to Congress to do so. But see, this... Folks, this is why our freedom of speech, I, I believe, is so critical to be able to maintain uh, First Amendment, Second Amendment. You know, and there's two parts: the, the first, the freedom of religion, and freedom. And, and don't, don't, don't even say freedom from religion. Don't do that to me. I don't want to get emails. Just keep those emails. Freedom, uh, freedom of religion, and uh, freedom of the press. And then, of course, uh, the right to bear arms, because the second
2: the right. first, and without the first, we wouldn't have a second. So. And uh, freedom from religion is that Weinstein anti-Christian God. organization that is rampant in the military and removing Christian literature from all forms of, in, in public uh, and private in some cases. That's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna continue to hear about fake news. But you know, with uh, President-elect Trump calling these people out, you know, the head of the CIA, CNN. Than the mainstream news organizations, and even looking to move towards alternative and, and electronic news, um, creating more opportunities in the press corps uh, for for those kind of people. I think it's an interesting. Um, it's interesting what what he's talking about doing. Hopefully, he's able to do it without much resistance, and it'll be interesting to see uh, what he's allowed to do and and where they um, continue to encroach. On this new world order agenda, while well, we're all looking in one direction, they continue to do things in the other. But when we come back, we're going to get into the um, Paris peace summit and the declaration of a two-state solution of Israel and Palestine with our guest Trey Smith. After this, his website, GodInANutshell.com, Trey Smith on YouTube. He'll be with us back here on video after these short messages. Stay with us.
1: To this edition of the Hagman and the Hagman Report. Uh, right now we're waiting on uh, connecting with Trey Smith, who's expected to be here with us. I want to thank each and every one of you for your belief and your trust in us, and thank you for joining us as well. Are you a small business looking to grow but can't afford the big price tag folks associated with advertising on a nationally syndicated radio show like uh, Sean Hannity or Herman Cain, that kind of program? Are you looking to get the most exposure for your product or for your service on a limited budget? Folks, advertising on the Hagman and the Hagman Report is the answer to your needs. We are unlike any other radio show in existence, dominating the popular seven to ten slot, and we're number well we're number one in a lot of venues. And uh, we are now, and I made a horrendous mistake. We are in 100. We've been downloaded in 114 countries. We had over 75 million downloads of our podcast last year alone. And, uh, we're just a couple of detectives with a combined 40 years of experience, investigative experience, socially conservative, proudly and unapologetically Christian. That's your platform. And that's where you can, you can advertise. We've created a special limited offer that will provide you with national and international exposure at a fraction of the price of nationally syndicated big talkers while well, getting your business out to very loyal customers in front of millions, and I mean literally millions of people, potential clients and customers. You can experience the same level of advertising, as such places as Omaha Steaks, Pro Flowers, Indochino, ZipRecruiter, same level of advertising right here at Hagman and Hagman. You'll reach the same number of potential clients and, and customers by advertising on the Hagman and Hagman Report. Simply do this. Send an email to opportunities at hagmanreport.com. That's opportunities at hagmanreport.com. One more time, opportunities at hagmanreport.com. Or go to hagmanreport.com. Scroll down until you see, get your business started, or you'll, you'll see the opportunities section there for more information about what we've got to offer. And one more time, opportunities at hagmanreport.com.
2: Joe. While uh, we well, wait our guests, we're going to jump into some news here got um, a few pieces of information on an interview Trump gave to a German newspaper, mm, The yes. Bild, and uh, the article here says that this adage will take on a certainly new meaning as Donald Trump reshapes the world. Um, Trump was very critical of NATO, saying that NATO was obsolete uh, in his interview, and uh, he had criticisms for Angela Merkel, And uh, in an exclusive interview he gave Trump unleashed a volley of verbal attacks on Europe Hailing Britain's decision to leave the European Union through Brexit And saying more countries were going to quit the European bloc He also said a long time ago uh, that NATO had problems Number one is it was obsolete because it was designed many, many years ago And he went on to say that countries involved in NATO are not paying what they're supposed to pay And it's becoming obsolete because it wasn't taking uh, care of terrorism he also was very critical of Angela Merkel and talked about the foreign policy with Germany and the immigration issues that uh, Germany's having. And um, along with NATO, he talked about uh, Europe as a whole and how um, more countries were going to leave the EU, just like uh, Brexit. And uh, folks, if you want, you can read the article. It's on a number of places online. Um, read the interview. But he talked about the one thing that's interesting that he's been t- dealing with here is the open border policy. He called Angela Merkel's open border policy a catastrophic mistake and said that, um, you know, the UK was very smart because in leaving the, the EU because what Germany and Angela Merkel are doing is a means to an end to destroy Germany. And I think he makes some very good points in this interview. There's a lot more uh, of what he said. But he focused on one NATO uh needing to change or be tossed by the wade side, and um with Angela Merkel, the last democratic leader left you know from the last ten years has an election coming up, and she continues to uh you know talk about how open borders are great for Germany with one side of her mouth and the other side behind the scenes. There's been some reports of what she's been saying about how um You know, how does the people of Germany not know what's going on and and how bad this is for um, her and her political party and her nation and the citizens of the nation. And the citizens are catching on. They see what's going on. There's a lot of underreported immigration in Germany, much more so than they've reported, and they see the problems throughout their culture with terror attacks and the increase of violence and, and rapes and all kinds of just crazy things that come with the clashing of civilizations. Uh switching to another story here. I don't know if you saw this today. The FBI arrested the wife of Omar Mateen, oh, yeah. the man who carried out the attack on the Pulse nightclub yep. in Orlando, Florida. She's due in court tomorrow. Uh, she was taken into custody by the FBI in San Francisco, where I she guarantee,
1: resides. I guarantee you, Joe, the entire family knew about this. But uh, well, that's what the, the article
2: from the New York yep. Times says. They say that investigators believe that Ms. Solomon, for hours after the attack... Uh, they came to believe she was not telling the truth about her husband's plan to carry out the rampage and the criminal charges that she got could be due to her foreknowledge of the attack or happening, helping Omar Mateen, uh, during or sometime after somehow. And you know, you can't they tell say she was abused the, and this oh, was yeah. something that, uh, yeah. well, she uh, didn't have control over. Uh, but prosecutors have been looking at her since the shooting and have wanted to charge her and now they finally pulled the trigger. And her first court appearance is now, tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Right.
1: No yeah. pun intended. No pun intended. Well, you know, folks, um, I, I I don't even know how to break this news to you, but, you, you know, right after the Trump's victory, do you know that the Department of State, do you know what happened at the Department of State? The Department of State actually held stress workshops after Trump's
2: victory. You I mean you're having to follow guidelines of ethics and morality? No, and
1: no, just because the shock, the trauma of a Trump victory. The State Department held stress management sessions and counseling sessions and brought counselors in following Donald Trump's presidential election victory, providing employees tips on how to cope with change so they don't become paralyzed with or by fear. Now let me tell you something, you bunch of wussy snowflake idiot moron imbecile people out there. All right, I, I I'm going to tell you something. What a bunch of what a bunch of what I, I could wussies. And there's another name, but I'm not going to use it. But but you have to understand. You know, I'll tell you what stress is. Stress is waking up in the morning and, and working 12 hours a day as a waitress. Okay, or, or as a shop worker, or a, 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 as a, as a, you know, a tree trimmer. Well, stress is waking up wondering if you're going to have enough money to put food on the table for your children and your family. Waking up in the morning and knowing that you've got to, uh, just, just work in not just one job, but two jobs, or struggling to pay the rent or the mortgage or worrying about your sick family members who are dying of cancer or maybe it's your wife or your husband that's stress not because of a trump victory that's a, that is a misallocation and a misuse of resources that frankly i'm not even sure we, we should have them but what a bunch of a, a bunch of pansies out there and and if, if if you if you need that kind of counseling or treatment i feel sad for you because what kind of life do you have? And I'm tired of hearing this being paralyzed by fear. What kind of BS crap is that? Oh, I'm paralyzed by oh,
2: I'm paralyzed by fear. But you know, my butt, the culture that the left has been promoting in the universities and throughout their organizations has created this this hypersensitive environment. Um Excuse me? microaggressions.
1: Well, the, the, the left, yes. They've, but-
2: they've cultivated it, they've babied it, and they've promoted it as something that, that not only is okay, but is, is how it should be, and from the microaggressions to, um, you know, any idea or opinion that is contrary to theirs is now, uh, what do they call it, trigger warnings. You know, yeah. People get triggered. Trigger, oh. If you wanted to be...
1: Josh Tolley has a want to great, de- great video by the way. He uh, was talking about uh, this kind of stuff. Josh,
2: if you Tulley. want to define it? I'm sure all of us get triggered every single day. We see things that are offensive and, um, you know, terrible, but these people are taking it to a new extreme. They're trying to get some kind of victim mentality and, and the government and the universities are, are cultivating this victim mentality for some reason. And it, it could be to paralyze people with fear. You, you know I something? Mean, I don't, wait a I don't second, get it. Wait a second. Wait a second wait a you second. go through life, people, you're going wait, to see wait, things wait, wait. you don't There's no excuse for that.
1: that. Don't, 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 do, don't say that.
2: I'm not giving an excuse. I'm saying that it, this was a, a carefully designed avenue of uh, a mix between you know psychology and, and human emotions that they've learned to cultivate and foster and create. Chaos in the rest of society because of these people but, you, but when you think about this here, here are these here are these people are okay in the
1: state department and and anyone shame on you if you're working in this if you have worked in the state department and and uh, by the way we've had a number of people accessing um, i'm just going to shut up there but uh if you're working in the state department. Or a foggy bottom. That place needs to be fumigated, and, and and the White House needs to be fumigated after this after this last last regime. But let me tell you something. Uh, think back to, to World War II or Vietnam or Korea. You had and even the, uh, Desert Storm for that matter. You had kids just out of high school, can't even grow a beard, getting their getting their legs blown off by IED, getting shot at, shooting other people. Uh, get you seeing beheadings in real time, seeing rapes and being okay, and and yeah, PTSD indeed. Um, but back in World War II, we had men come back from the war and and, and, Vietnam. and Do you think that they were given the, the uh, these counseling sessions? No, you dealt with it. Look, when when I was young, and I'm not saying, uh, believe me, I'm not comparing myself to anybody, but I mean, look, I. You know, I remember being a very, very young man and seeing the most gruesome and horrifying, uh, situations, car accidents and, and carrying limbs and putting them in body bag type things. And there was, I didn't go to any stress clinic. You know what I did? I had a beer. Or, or a drink. I didn't drink. Okay. I'm not making an excuse. Don't send me the emails. All right. You know what I'm. You know what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. There you go. But 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 see. So so just because you didn't get your happy meal the way you wanted it, or just because you couldn't get your 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 double triple latte cafe whatever at your most expensive Starbucks piece of crap store, drink it black. By the way, make it. You you get a coffee pot. Get a real coffee pot. just shut up while you're at it. But, but this, come on. Seriously? You know, these people, and, and, and who's paying for it? We're paying for it. We're paying for it. You listening and watching this, you're paying for it because they're taking the time out of, of, of their work day, these hour sessions to be counseled. It's okay, Mary. Everyone gets a participation trophy. We're not keeping score in this game.
2: I need to stop right counseling to, here. It's not right to keep score. We should get a grief counselor in here, just to have on standby. You'd think that um, the way things go here sometimes that we would. Believe me. <laughs> Steve
1: and I were talking and we're in,
2: uh, on Saturday. It was it was a Saturday. I don't
1: know. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't know, but it was in the morning. And both Steve and I were like, uh, it's time to die.
2: <laughs> That's it. Well, I don't know that that's that time yet. I think you'd want to see where things go from here. Um, you know, we've been, for the last, what, how many years, um, there's been really no hope with any politician that, or, or political movement that's gained power in this country. It, it's been just a changing of the old guard in power. At least this time something new is being presented and is being presented as though... Donald Trump you're talking about that. Right, right.
1: The Trump movie. And I, I believe that there's
2: more about the movie. There's an energy, yeah. yeah. There, there's a, a new renewed optimism. I mean, think about when Obama got elected. We we were um paying attention to things back then and that feeling of of just like, oh no, this is gonna be This is, this is gonna suck <laughs> This is really gonna be The shoes on the other foot yeah, now though with these yeah. people. You know, after uh eight years of a of a democratic president and having that I guess there's some security, maybe mentally, that comes with certain for certain people, um, and just having I, see I, the president doesn't make that much of a difference for me. I mean, it's nice to to have somebody in there that's not trying to, you know, squash your political affiliations or your religious affiliations. Well, we we don't know that speech. yet. Though. No, we don't, and that's why I,
1: I. But I mean, I I I know what you're saying, and I trust. Uh, and, and again, don't 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 because I'll just delete them. Look. We don't know what Trump's going to do. And there's some things he can't do legally, constitutionally. But that didn't stop Obama, right? It didn't. But you see he released 10 more. Quintana 10 more. Bay prisoners. He sent them so, over to what? Uh, Oman. Oman. Yeah, Oman. That's right. And
2: um, where they could be released back in and be assets for ISIS. One of the things we talked about this Thursday um, that we didn't give it enough time, I don't think, because the, what I read today was pretty interesting, The the NSA expansion of allowing... 16 or 17 other government agencies to get personal information about individual Americans where before the NSA would, before they sent specific requested information off to intelligence agencies, they would remove personal information, information of innocent people involved in conversations. There was at least some level of And this this is something Trump can't walk back apparently, which is what I learned today. Nope. Uh, Through Obama's expansion of the NSA powers last week, this is not something Trump can can change. This is a, an executive order or uh, a policy decision. Right. He'd have to go through Congress to create new law to change it. And what the NSA has done is expand the amount of information and what information they will give to up to 17 intelligence agencies from the FBI, the CIA, uh, and all these other government law enforcement agencies. And now the personal information is not going to be redacted from that. Right. And there doesn't have to be requests on specific conversations or... Um, you know, uh, they give a, a name to the NSA. Say we need, you know, the conversations from January 1st to January 7th that you have on record, email, text, phone calls. And, and that, they, they only yeah. would give you, you know, one part of that conversation with um, some of the information that is not relevant taken out. Now they're going to turn over everything that they have to these agencies without any warrants. And, and don't don't even don't, don't even sit there and say, well, I've got
1: nothing to hide. So it really doesn't concern. That's not me. the point. It's not the point you're exactly right. Before I forget I want to mention this um on the 8th a week ago this yesterday a week ago yesterday at 8 no no it was 10:30 at night the FBI released 300 emails and 5 PDF uh packages on the it's, it's at the vault at the FBI if you go to the FBI vault you can find them and download them we have downloaded them I've been going through every single one the first one is a recounting of the meetings and all of the Emails, uh, the email threads and how many there were and who was involved in the various meetings with the attorneys and such. Let me tell you something. You want to read something that'll curl your, your toes and hair and, and, and just make you, make your eyeballs go out cartoon style. All right. It's this thing. And, and I, I want to know why. And I know that we're, we've taught, we've mentioned it before, but these five PDF Packages that were released by the FBI. This, this basically references what you're saying because the T, the NSA has all of these emails by, um, Hillary Diane Rodham, the yak Clinton. Do we have a yak? Oh man. No, he didn't need, see, he didn't
3: uh, bring the, I don't yak think
1: we need not program that in. A- anyway uh, but, but see yeah, that's fine uh, all in favor of the act all in favor of the act raise your hand the see the right, anyway um uh, but i i have been going through these these are unbelievable the uh the redactions i think thirty uh, there was one section there were thirty seven complete pages redacted it was just there thirty three re- uh, it was a out of 47, like, I guess it was. It was just an amazing. However, what was provided certainly shows the level of complicity and criminality by Hillary, Diane, Rodham, Clinton. Oh, and 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 and. Oh, and and the best part of it. You know what? Foreign. The FBI verified that foreign governments got the information from the DNC.
2: Yeah, wasn't there like five or six? There were at
1: least six that were verified. There was not, there was, yes, but it was interestingly worded, in my view anyway, uh, on this. But, so, don't tell us, don't tell me. I mean, uh, so we're, we're going through them. And, and I've been going through them and I've got to tell you, these are, this is something to, to read, something to behold. If you go to FBI, the vault on the FBI section, you can find the 300 emails that were just released at, uh, I think it was, uh, 10.37 PM last Sunday, week ago Sunday on January 8th. And that, that, within that, within those emails is verification that the DNC and Hillary as Secretary of State, they were hacked. And what's this about? She could only she only wanted one device. There were 13 devices associated with Hillary.
2: Yeah, there, what, were, there were. What a number, right? Mobile devices, um, hardware devices. Yeah. She had the server in her bathroom in her New York Chippewa home. Yeah, and, and yeah. More on Clinton and what you said earlier. Um, Clinton Global Initiative to lay off employees, shut down amid dwindling donations. We mentioned this in the beginning of the show. But I just want to hit some other points on this because it's um, the timing is suspect. And and what's said in this article uh, gives me a few ideas of what's really going on. The Clintons are moving ahead with plans to downsize their controversial foundation network of offshoots, a decision carried out as the powerful family's political influence wanes and its once lengthy donor list shrinks. Well, what are they going to do? 22 additional employee, employees were announced that they were going to be laid off from the Clinton Global Initiative, known for its gathering of high-powered leaders and celebrities. The layoffs are tied to the decision to shutter CGI that originally was announced on August 22nd in a letter from former President Bill Clinton. Now, um, at the time, apparently, the Clintons were under pressure to... Uh, Resolve the potential conflicts of interest with their foundation as well as Hillary being the nominee for the Democratic, um, presidential race. So, this is something that they apparently got the ball rolling back in August. But if you look at the, again, at the headline of the title, Clinton Global Initiative to Lay Off Employees Shut Down Amid Dwindling Donations. This has been a foundation that's been around for decades. Why are there donations January dwindling 20th, right 1993. now? January twentieth, nineteen ninety-three. Why are there donations dwindling right now? Right after she loses the, uh her I'm I'm sorry, no,
1: that was when, that was when Clinton took office. It was nineteen ninety-seven.
2: Go ahead. Yeah, why? Why now? Well, I mean, she she's you, been. You think her? You think her? Her? her you, she you, ran in the primary against Obama in '08. Right. She got the secretary position, and she ran for president. Uh, this last year in 2016. She was a New York senator for a few years, maybe longer, back in the 2000s. But she hasn't had a, a um, aside from being Secretary of State and running for office two times in the last eight years, the Secretary of State job is the only position of influence she held and Bill Clinton, and senator, no, she she first oh, was the first, yeah, she was the first lady,
1: then senator, then secretary of state. But the secretary she of state was the senator. Right. And she was
2: posi- uh, appointed to secretary of state. Right. She ran for president twice, lost in the primary to Obama, and lost in the, the general election to Trump this time around. But after all this time, they sent in over almost 100 million dollars in donations. Well, this might just be from the Austrian government. Um, this is one example. The Australian government decided against renewing its partnership with the Clinton Foundation and other countries, you know, were reducing what they gave in 2016 from double-digit millions to single-digit millions. But the timing seems very strange to me as she lost the election. She obviously sees the writing on the wall that there's not going to be another go-around for her in politics, at least not on the national level. I've heard at least of the her United running States. for New York City mayor, right. which I don't know. She'll do that. But That'd be, that'd be fun. She lost her, her power. She lost her influence. And now all of a sudden the donations are evaporating. People are being laid off. What drove those donations in the first place? It wasn't a, a charity. 85. 85, uh. It wasn't charitable action. 85
1: countries got, or uh, 85
2: individuals or,
1: and or representatives of other countries via the, uh, Clinton, or via the uh, Clinton Foundation. Um, donations to the Clinton Foundation. Or I'm sorry. And my question of 160, more than half, donated to the Clinton Foundation, and the Secretary of State, she made decisions in favor of those people.
2: What, in the, the process of, of her losing her political power and influence, would stop her if she was really raising money for charitable purposes? What would stop her from wanting to do that, if that was the intention of the Clinton Foundation? Well, she, she's got no swag now. No. I mean, well, uh, losing an election, you wouldn't think. She's a former Secretary no. of State. still. This, this is pay to play. Exactly. Well, that's that's, that's no the influence. problem. That's she's the got no influence. And that that is exactly. What, can, what have you done for me lately? You're right. I mean, Not that then. that says it what all, can you right there. Me Not the, timing, now. the timing. Um, it's like she's uh cashing out. But 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 it doesn't matter because see, okay, you, you go back to mid 2016.
1: The just or uh. Uh, October 2016 Go go back to that The Justice Department um, Or the Wall Street Journal Had reported that there was an ongoing FBI uh, Clinton Foundation investigation But the Justice Department has not given it Investigative power So They're accountable to no one And by the way since day one, the Clinton Foundation, when you open up a 501c3, you've got to, you've got to be very specific in your purpose, and you can't stray from that purpose, otherwise you're in violations of the tenets of, ten of the 501c3. And I'm, I'm trying to remember who did it, I, I think Charles Ortel did a wonderful series on this, um, videos and audios. Charles, Charles Ortel, if you want more information, He's a financial guy. He looked into the, uh, shenanigans, financial shenanigans of, of GE. But he gets right into this, this very, this very issue. But you cannot, for example, if you're gonna open up a 501c3 as, uh, tending to or, or with the subject of, of, we'll say, helping people in, um Iceland. That's, you're limited to that. Now, if you stray from that purpose, you're in violation of your charter. So, uh, they've Not been in violation of these people. Well, it doesn't, nothing matters to these people. They should be in flippin' <laughs> jail. And stu- I want to see Hillary Clinton in prison orange and behind bars. And right back. <laughs> Hagman and the Hagman report, just, uh, apparently, uh, Trey Smith won't be joining us tonight, so if you're hanging on for Trey and, uh, if that's why you're listening, well then, I'm, my apologies extended to you. I think what we're gonna do is next, uh, top of the hour, we're gonna throw open the phone lines, take some calls. Joe's gonna give out the number here momentarily, but before I give it to Joe, folks, If you haven't done so already, T.C. Joseph, Next Generation Series of Novels. This guy, please, oh, is it a fantastic series. He's a great writer. In this thrilling series of novels, T.C. Joseph takes us into the lives of three families in a world where conspiracy theories and Bible prophecies collide. I just got got word from a good friend of mine who finished the last book, Precipice, who said it was the best of the three. And he, even before we... Began talking about this. He had uh, gotten into book one, which was Precipice. There are three books to this series. Precipice is book one. Book two is Pentecost. And book three is Penance. And Penance is just fantastic. You read all three. They're fantastic. And they're, uh, my neighbor Jack uses them as well to give out to his, to people in his, his church to awaken people. So, the Kirkus Reviews. Just fabulous reviews. Blue Ink Reviews, fabulous. And, and it's, it's a little rough to get good reviews from these uh places. Your book's got to be worth it. T.C. Joseph, uh, just a tremendous writer. His witty style, fascinating characters. They provide a great read for one and all. That is T.C. Joseph, This Generation Series of Novels, Book 1, Precipice, Book 2, Pentecost, Book 3, Penance and what a fantastic and I mean a fantastic read thank you so much t c Joseph a good friend of the program and one of these days I'd like to grab him and get him on the air. I really would he's a fascinating guy, so at any rate uh, uh so we're going to open the phone lines for your calls on the top of the next at the top of the final hour. want to hear from you if you can keep it uh Concise, short. We can we can get through a lot of callers. Preference to first time callers. And we're going to talk some more about the inauguration because there. In, in fact, there. Look, from the day before the inauguration until days after, there will be I guarantee you trouble on the streets. Now I did I would like to remind everyone again nine minute eight minute video at uh, just go to HagmanReport.com with the article and the video. That I did, and some great writers do, by the way, at HagmanReport.com. Uh, John Rappaport has an article. Others have, have, are, uh, 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 uh Steve Menking have him, uh, uh, articles up. Uh, so I just really, really would urge everyone to go to HagmanReport.com, um for the the newest articles, but the video as well. We do expect trouble at the inauguration, low-level disruptions. There's going to be 35,000 security and police force out there at the inauguration. But you know something, anything can happen, and I do believe it will. We are going to have a special coverage. Eric, are, are we allowed to have uh, – can, can we – Friday? You, what you doing Friday? <laughs> okay, what's that? You'll be here during the day, like loving the tip? Uh, And I want to announce this because this is one thing that, uh, if you can believe this, I took a nap before the program. Office to have have a couch in the office is just so wonderful. (laughs) Anyway, um, we're going to be here from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. on Friday, covering the inauguration, and then, of course, our regular program at seven from seven to ten, covering the uh, the the. Balls, the inauguration balls, and uh, of course the cleanup on aisle six, the cleanup on Constitution Avenue. All right, that's going to happen because of these deadbeat, uh,
2: these Rosie O'Donnell wannabes, you know. That was on Dave Hodges last night. We talked about the inauguration for, for a while. Did did he make you get off? Did he push you off of him? No, no. Oh, um, come on. I'm, what I think is, uh, gonna happen, I think it's, it's gonna be eventless as far as problems. You might, you're gonna have protesters. I don't know how close or how many will, will be able to, um get into these different crowds. You, I mean, the, in the history of inaugurations, there was a, the other night I couldn't sleep, there was on the History Channel, they, they went through, you know, past inaugurations and the transitions of power. I caught myself watching that for a little bit. Um, yeah, there's always minor problems. But the way that, I mean, we have the, the National Guard. There are 5,000 people from the National Guard. Mm-hmm. And they're not there to arrest people or they're there just there to maintain order and make sure everything goes as planned. The well, law enforcement agencies uh, there yeah, are always in charge second, of arresting or I, stopping I any potential um, threats from being carried out. And the, the way the city's locked down, I just don't... I mean, there's layers and layers and layers of security. Uh, I think the more the problems will be outside the inauguration, I think it'll be more... I
1: agree. I, uh, I do agree.
2: Civil disobedience, uh, you know, celebrity ranting, uh, you know, <laughs> politicians, but I think that'll be the extent of it. I don't think we're going to see any major issues with the inauguration.
1: You talk about, uh, celebrity ranting. One of the least, one of my least favorite people I've ever seen is someone called Samantha B. Yeah. Um, she, she is, is one of the most, uh, potty mouthed, uh, s- twisted. I mean, she, look, Samantha B makes Rosie O'Donnell look like Barbara Bush, okay? I know that just messes with your head, I'm sorry. Um how about this? Samantha B makes Rosie O'Donnell look like Iv- Ivanka Trump. Or, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, but, but, what, 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 she's got a potty mouth. She's got, um, the intellect of, of, of really, uh, I, I don't know, but she, she's supposed to be an entertainer. What is it? Some, what, what's her show? It's on TV. I don't or know. I've
2: only it. heard of it, uh, on other, or another radio show. They were talking about that, uh, about that show. It's like, a. remember that. Comedy Central, John yeah, Stewart show, yeah, and yeah. It, it's kind of the same format. They edit the interviews to make the guests look stupid. And well, no, it's she, a strange she, she's, show. Got, she's got a talk show, but she came out
1: in, in one of the, the commercials that I happen to see uh, this this weekend was a uh, newspaper with Trump wins or something to that effect, uh, next to a toilet and a woman puking in the toilet, and uh, her Samantha Bee saying essentially that. Uh, That's a reaction of all Americans. And it's just, it's, you know, isn't it, isn't it something? Eight years ago, if a conservative or a Christian conservative would have taken that position against Obama and many of us did.
2: Racist. We're racist Oh yeah. Taken to the cleaners. Beat. uh, Yeah. We, birther. Yeah. I mean, anti-American yeah you know, that's kind of what I was getting at last hour when you talked about the you know this this snowflake generation yes. PC seek stuff no, I mean, we talked about in the past, especially when after the Obama election and covering all the scandals after that and the, the issues, and you can ask my dad, I hated George Bush he was the worst president we ever had, and um I think Obama's presidency is right up there with his but yeah they're getting they're feeling what people felt with Obama in o eight who were paying attention to what was going on. That's right, and they're getting away with it a lot more because <laughs> the liberal media is pretty much um uh, holds all the sway at least they think they do, and they continue to act like they do, regardless of you know who they hurt or how they uh deceive people, but the country is divided. And it's become more divided over the eight years Obama was president, and the media has played a big role in this with the Trump presidency. That it's well, what happened to the, the peaceful transition of power. To
1: what happened to that? Did weren't, weren't the progressive, Marxist, Leninist well, idiots out there the the ones with the with the weren't they saying that we need a peaceful transition to power
2: and calling when they thought uh, right. Hillary Clinton was going to be the the coronated queen that that. Uh, you See, know? people have this, especially the leftists now have this perception like they have been getting their way for the last eight years and getting it what they want. Well, I think they have, haven't they? I don't know. I think they've been deceived a lot, too, to think that things have gone, you know, the right way just because a certain person was was in office. You're, or pretty be, you're being pretty generous right now. I'm, I'm being centered. Uh, and that's all been taken away from them. These people are used to, to getting what they want. They're used to the the influence that they wield, especially in the positions of power and, and all throughout the government, and any threat of disruption to the new status quo is a threat and is triggering all these people with their crazy thoughts and emotions, and, and they're being given, um, instead of being labeled as you know crazies and kooks like we were back in 08 and, and beyond, mm-hmm. they're being coddled with their crazy emotions, and, and they're being validated by the people in the media, which is creating an even more, a bigger atmosphere of division and, and psychoticness.
1: I, I, I got an email from someone, and, and I, I just had a laugh because uh, this was in response to something I said about the inauguration, and, and um, I said last week, more progressives, more people who are associated with the uh, progressives and and the leftist mentality and the democratic mentality are buying guns. And this person, emailer, reminded me that, hey, we, our side is arming up too for a potential civil war. And I'm thinking, my goodness, okay, what a threat you pose. First of all, you're afraid of guns, especially the big, black, ugly ones. I'm talking about guns now. Just to be clear, um, and uh you've probably never shot one in your life, and so you're you're telling me that that you're gonna that be present a threat to us. Well, yeah, my patootie, right? This is not gonna happen. The inauguration, but, but this gets me about this, Joe. It's what you were saying, the inauguration of, of Trump to be our 45th president. Um Those people calling him illegitimate, and notice how notice how it's okay for these the 18, 19, 20, and I'll bet you, but before it's all said and done, you're going to have maybe 50 or 60 progressive Marxist, Leninist, communist pigs out there, and I mean that. And I'm not, you know, you might think I'm name-calling, and, and uh, I guess I am. I'll admit that. I am name-calling because the the, the, sl- the slovenly nature of their dispositions to, to just Demand tolerance in one on one hand when it's Obama, and then to be so intolerant on the other hand.
2: That's their um, tactics. I mean, that's it, like it is a, their tactics. Main plank in their playbook is uh, to. I mean, you see it with we saw it with the um, you see it with this political correct culture. They want to be protected from whatever they don't agree with or whatever they find offensive. But they want to be able to push what they believe onto you, and you see that with all this identity stuff. Yes. Don't call me a he or she. I'm offended if you call me a he or she, but you have to do it this way, or, or I'm going to have my feelings hurt. And then to turn around and have the media say, oh, you guys are saying it wrong, you're hurting all these people's feelings, you're offending people like it's some big crime. Um, I'd say it's, it's a right of every American is to be offended. I know that sounds weird. But this is America. People can say what they want to say as long as it's not inciting violence. Um there's no guarantee against not being offended. There's no guarantee there's against no getting right your not way. Offended. Right. And, and yeah. people think that, you know, they since they are in this country now and uh that they have all these, you know, protections where they don't they can't um hear or see things they don't agree with because they can't handle it or haven't been taught how to cope or handle things like this. It all boils down to a lack of intelligence, in my opinion.
1: It, it, you're, you're exactly right. And, and, and I, I'm sorry for offending pigs, because pigs are intelligent animals, according to uh, scientific research. I was looking at my notes here, wondering where that, that, that term came from. And I have a note that I, I wrote, uh, I don't know, I guess it might have been last week. Uh, never wrestle with a pig, because two things happen. You both get muddy, and the pig likes it. That's where that came from. Anyway, yeah. So now you're you're right though. But the the calls um, for the calls for this election to be illegitimate to me, and the stoking of the embers of social chaos, and the stoking of the embers of 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 race along racial lines and along economic lines. Calls for the assassination from those on the progressive political left who are upset at the outcome. This is causing fear and frustration among many of the people. Um, and
2: after uh, Obama was elected, and uh, especially closer to the second term, we talked about, I mean, there is a possibility, were threats of, you know, there's talk of, of him having to endure the same things, the assassination talk and whatnot. But it is more Back then it was just speculation or if somebody got in trouble for making threats. Now, the the difference is now, everything that, all the names we were called and and the way we were portrayed in in media for not agreeing with Obama and his policies, and uh, that's all being turned around onto Trump. But you have the backing of the government, of the media, of the intelligence agencies to push that idea through for whatever reason. That's been what the, the media we know the has been tasked with. Well, we do and we don't, I think. I think there's a lot more But that I don't know. Okay, the, the NDA... They're, they're culminating atmosphere for something to happen. There's going to be something that happens. I think in the larger sense, obviously, the soon, grand deception, soon, yes. yes. Um, but, and it has to do with the way that they're pushing the minds of people to be become so fragile... Maybe to a a point where if we had another 9-11 type event, people would not be able to handle it mentally, and it would bring the country to its knees. I don't know. Hmm. know. There's definitely something being done here behind the scenes that we are unaware of right now, or it could be a lead up to a grand deception. But at that, I mean, people are, are so deceived now, even a lot of those people who are awake. Well, we want to hear what you're most concerned with. We really do when we
1: open up the phone lines at the top of the next hour. And,
2: and 844-769-2944. It's 844-769-2944. We're going to open the phones after right. this next break. We, we we do want to hear
1: what's on your mind. We haven't taken calls in, in a, such a long time. We miss talking to you, but we'd like to like to hear what's on your mind and what you're most concerned about. Um the uh but but the the with the inauguration coming in, I do believe joe and and this uh, after seeing everything this past weekend and weighing everything and uh all of the intent to disrupt, I think that's really going to yeah I think there will be disruptions and and I think that there's going to be chaotic moments uh, and I would hate for anything to happen, but I'm looking more as I said during that shorter video, I'm looking more toward the um uh, as, as my two individuals I spoke with, I'm looking more toward the long game, because wouldn't, wouldn't it be something to, to bring Trump in, maintain his illegit- illegitimacy, and then drop, we'll say, as many of our guests have talked about, an economic crisis on this lap, or World War III.
2: And, and you look at the last two presidents, uh, both George Bush and Obama, in the first year of George Bush's presidency, you had 9-11. Yeah. First year of Obama's presidency, you had the, um, stock market crash of 08. Well, that was set up. And, he, right. It was, right. but he was in, he just had taken power and it was in the fall.
1: Uh, uh, it, he, he inherited
2: year. the, the right. last half of the, but the last that. But there's something did happen at the very beginning of both the last two presidencies that were, um, both major both in the terrorist and in the political world and okay, the, the but, economy. So,
1: But let, let, let me...
2: Okay. But but I, I do believe,
1: uh, as we look at this, that they the globalists want to destroy the country and they're either going to do it through military means. We're going to burn the whole place down, baby. Or... And I don't think that's what they're going to do. I right. think it's going to be through economic means. Okay. But wouldn't it be something to be able to do this without firing a shot, without making, um, we used, we used to say the
2: using the economy right. and, and the uh, chains of supply and demand as a weapon. But we, I know, and we used to say we, no one would want
1: to kill Obama because certainly no one wants to make him a martyr.
2: And I believe that to be the case.
1: And that the globalists, at least on the globalist side, the head, the intellectual side of the globalist, I, I believe that they don't want to make Trump a hero so why not create a crisis drop in his lap? But here's the thing that we've been watching, both Joe and I, and have mentioned it and want to lay this out for all of you. Have you ever seen uh, a someone in the Oval Office, a president, and I don't consider, you talk about legitimate, I don't consider Obama legitimate, but have you ever seen the actions of a president, of an outgoing president, engaged in so much? Look, we got troops right now moving over in uh, in Europe. Uh, Eastern Europe against Russia moving and I know it's not a lot of troops it's a very small amount of troops but it's an irritant to Russia you've got the Palestinian or the Paris talks you've got the climate change you've, uh, issues and talks you've got the uh, mass and I mean mass clemency for numerous felons you've got all of these things taking place These the, the, the things that previous presidents did not do with the exception of the clemency or the uh, uh, pardons that is so what's this guy doing what is he what is obama's objective here with, with all this stuff that he's pushing Joe i'm asking
2: you what's his objective um it, to he's not disrupt, disrupt well some of it is said to disrupt what trump can do and that goes with the surveillance uh, issues that we talked about with the nsa As he, Trump won't be able to issue an executive order to reverse some of these things. He's going to have, if he really wants to reverse them, he's going to have to uh, go through Congress and the Senate. Um, and it's been said that Obama is doing more to disrupt what Trump can do than any other president in history. They say that, um, most presidents avoid making uh, major policy decisions or changes in their lame duck side of the presidency after the election to avoid problems like this when a new president's coming into power and with the amount of executive orders that he's, he's um, con- putting out there with the changes, the continuation of releasing people from Guantanamo Bay uh, expanding the surveillance powers trying to keep Obamacare the law the land he's really um, blocking up the channels of, of Legislation for when Trump comes into office, and many people are saying he's doing it to a fault of disruption of Trump's agenda, which is I something agree. they haven't seen. They say it's beneath the presidency; it's unprofessional for it him is. to do that. And if you look throughout history, uh, presidents don't normally do that. From what I've heard, I haven't went through myself and looked.
1: I, well, you, you can go back in
2: history. Just the last They're four. They're sucker punches, right? They are.
1: They are. And I, I want to remind uh, our listeners and viewers, if you have the chance, go to Josh Tolley, his channel, because it, it does go back, and, and we need to spend more time on this as well. Uh It does go back to the NDAA Act of uh, 2017. But listen to what Josh Tolley has to say. I think it was oh, I don't know, maybe two or three videos he did ago, special uploaded videos. But he said basically it, it, it's the end of America by this legislation, and no one did anything to stop it. And what he was referring to specifically was uh Law S-2943. And inside this, and we had talked about this, inside this, uh, by the stroke of Obama's pen, the Countering Disinformation and Propaganda Act also became law because it was included inside the 2017 NDAA Act. And I really think that we need to, to understand that this propaganda is, is being pushed out against us, the American people. And it's, it's horrific. It, it's going to change how, um, it's going to change how everything is working and you know there were calls to bring back the fairness doctrine you remember that back in the early 80s before i think it was before reagan took it out that you could only you you had to have a balancing of opinions and that's why there wasn't really good talk radio prior to um 1985 for a while there in in the like from this the 70s late I can't remember the time, but in that time period, a couple of decades before 85, there wasn't really good talk radio. But this particular act, this Countering Disinformation Propaganda Act, uh, really has created the de facto ministry of truth. And Andrew Kerr talked about it, Brittany Pettibone, and Tara talked about it. And Tara, remember, when she was on our show broadcasting from the U.K., had to be very careful about what she could say. Yeah, hate speech can, laws. yeah, knock on the door, you know.
2: Hey Tara, you gotta come with us. Also, no, take to it man, on her man. neighbors to say that she said something derogatory to them. You don't have to have any proof yeah. or anything to bring charges. And I was watching, I watched a part of a documentary a few weeks ago about hate speech laws in the UK and in Europe and how they are just designed to shut out and, and oppress any speech or, uh, idea they don't agree with or find uncomfortable. And it's very vague and broad in how they can interpret it and how they can...
1: But but this is now under the Secretary of Defense, their Department of Defense, this law, this countering disinformation propaganda. The history of what the you're talking who about... The people
2: who create disinformation and propaganda are the ones telling us what is disinformation and propaganda, which puts us in a disadvantage.
1: Well, sure. Sure. So we really need to, to follow this carefully. And we really need to understand because this goes back again to fake news, which again goes back to the, the substance of, of pedo gate, um, and the, the Clinton foundation. And pretty soon, well, pretty soon we're not going to be able, if, if, if these become enforced, we won't be able to talk about this, even with Trump as, as commander and chair president, because this is not, affected or this is not, uh, uh superintended at that level. This is lower. Of course, you can change that through legislation, but it, it, who knows? It could be a very uphill battle by then. And we want to be able to keep talking to you. We want to keep our programming to you, our, our broadcast to you, open to you. If we, even if we have to get a little dinghy offshore in international waters with a microphone, that'll be, that'd be something with it.
2: Coming up in the next hour, we're going to take your phone calls exclusively for the hour at 844-769-2944. That's 844-769-2944. You can call in now, and um, we will get to the calls as they come in the order that they are received. We want to hear your thoughts on the inauguration, on uh, anything we talked about today in the news, as well as things we might have missed or not covered that you want to uh, get more information on. Again, 844-769-2944. We'll be right back. Thank <laughs> you.
1: and the Hagman Report coming to you live on Global Star Radio Network. We thank them so much. They do a great job. Thank you, Todd and company. Also, BTR. We want to thank BTR very much. They're a great outfit. Blog Talk Radio, believe it or not, great outfit. Um, tremendous. Do good work. And also, YouTube Live. Before we get to the calls, uh, you know, just because there's this perception of a reprieve. There's... Understand perception of a reprieve. If you think that's what it is, fine. Do yourself a favor. Start stocking up. I don't care whether it's food. If you have enough food, get gold and silver. If you don't have gold and silver, stock away cash. If you got enough cash, stock away ammo. If you got enough ammo, uh, uh, you know what I'm... Okay, go on and, on and on. Adopt a dog or a cat. dog from a kill shelter or something. Do it. Do it. Alright, but here's one thing you you need. You need a Minuteman rocket stove. Because if you have all the food, nothing to cook it with, what are you going to use? Well, we've got the answer for you. This is the best, the absolute bar none best rocket stove on the market. It's the perfect survival cooking stove for you and your family. It is a, takes only a little bit of wood. You can get, I've seen and I've seen enough in, in 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 the Bronx. Well, that's maybe that's a bad. I've seen enough in downtown Manhattan to actually power up the Minuteman stove. You'll always be able to find enough fuel for the minuteman, even if you live in the city or the suburb. It takes less than a tenth of the fuel required in open fire cooking, and the fuel is small um, diameter requiring less labor, and of course, uh, no tools to process. The Minuteman stove is fully insulated with ceramic refractory insulation. It focuses the heat, which results in cooking power comparable to a kitchen stove. It can be used on a picnic table because the outside of the stove only reaches two hundred degrees regardless of the furnace you've got blown inside. And when using the Minuteman stove, you'll notice that it doesn't it doesn't produce smoke. So if giving away your location or if smoke is an irritant to you, you're gonna thank us. Thank Minuteman. Actually, the Minuteman stove is self-contained. It seals airtight when finished for travel and storage. We've used ours, put ours back in our supply pantry. You cannot smell it at all. It's a 50 caliber ammo can designed uh, that the, the, it's got a, it's got the seal around the lid uh, that in a carrying handle. It weighs 14 pounds and it is rugged. It's sturdy. It'll meet all of your needs, folks. Go to minutemanstove.com, minutemanstove.com. One more time, minutemanstove.com, and you will thank us later, minutemanstove.com.
2: We're going to be taking your phone calls this hour. We have a number of people lined up, and if you want to join in, the number is 844-769-2944. We're going to go to the calls now. We have, first up, Kathy in Tennessee. Kathy, welcome to the Hagman and Hagman Report.
4: Well, hello. Thank you for having me on the show.
2: Thanks for calling. Well, thanks, for thanks for having me on. on. Yeah.
4: Great show, actually, and it seems to be uh, some topics that are near and dear to our heart, for sure, media, censorship, um, all of the things.
1: So. Yeah, it's, you know, there's so, isn't there, Kathy, when you look at the news, I don't know how you get your news, but if, you, if you're like most people, you go to the computer and you look at the headlines. And it, it, it's daunting, isn't it? It's overwhelming.
4: It is overwhelming. Uh, we, I'm the co-founder of a group. My the founder and strategist is literally a New York City media professional of mm. 30 years. Uh, it uses a pen name and uh, has for many years. So uh, it's not cool to be in that industry as a director, producer, and uh, be a conservative Christian. But uh, very much a hardball player, Trump style play in person with a high Q. But uh so we get we know about media. We know what's going on inside the liberal media. Even Fox isn't quite as far right as we would like to see them be. Um, we do get our news uh online, of course, and if it wasn't for the social media, which we that's what I want to talk about now in our Christian movie, uh Twitter, Facebook, uh social media is shutting they shut us down completely. Um, mm-hmm. We are the group that worked for 17 months. That uh, We picked up H.R. 36, and if you recall, that's the kind of, um, resolution that started the mid Select Committee. And we figured out how to use Twitter as an activist tool and started working very closely with uh, Wolf's Chief of Staff because we were very successful using the strategies that my uh, group founder friend, figured out how to use Twitter. Seventeen months of our lives, every single day, three and four hours a night, to get 150 or more of the select committee co-sponsors. Twitter literally shut us down multiple times. It's on those two articles I posted on your comment section, one by Jack Cash and one by Leo Holman from two years ago. Death threats, they sent six or eight of their liberal attacks dogs, we can call them Obama's Twitter army or whatever, Um, that's going after everybody that was trying to help us, shut us down multiple times, trying to stop that committee. Well, now we know why, right? Uh, (laughs) But we've been through it. Uh, We've really been through it. They cut the legs out from under us as activists. Uh, We had three thank you letters from Frank Wolf, and they're on our website. I think I posted it there on the Party net. And, uh, we also... Go, go
1: ahead and give, give that website out again. And, and feel free to and give if, your website It's on out.
4: your comment section over there. I put, I put uh, three big comments. That one website is our accomplishment site and it is TeaPartyFireAnts.net. Oh yeah. So, that was just our, our Twitter. We had a Twitter group name and a military friend of ours came up with it. Um, but on that website everything's an accomplishment. You've got the videos we made. Uh, when my partner made, the first one on the front page shows the graphics, the accomplishments, the tweets from the reps, Martha Roby, Senator Jim off uh, in the middle of that video that shows everybody thanking us for our work. Uh, we were just bludgeoned out there, but we're fighters and we kept going and, you know, they hacked our pages and sent death threats. Um. Hey, welcome to worse. the party, Kathy. Well, well, this party gets worse than that. We can't okay. do anything online now at all. Um, we can't do anything on Facebook. I have one account on Twitter. It's totally shadow banned. We're totally censored on Facebook and youtube um and t- so recently, I started a petition because I've been working with house reps, some of them that knew us, and giving them a lot of investigative information on Twitter. You've got people within Twitter that we call uh, um that are not there's not a safety department uh the person that runs Twitter safety department actual name is Allison Shea, who is one of the founders of Perverted Justice. Uh, and that's well, wait, a minute, wait a minute, okay. Food.
1: Let's get these names down, okay? Allison mm-hmm. Shea, good 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 person or bad person?
4: Dale Harvey, Twitter safety person. Her real name is Allison Shea, of Perverted okay. Justice, the Perverted control justice. And operation, if you want to look that up. That's, uh, okay. that's a big deal. So you've okay. got people within Twitter. You've heard of Obama's Twitter Army. Hillary's got people out there. But in, 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 I, in a nutshell, they shut it uh, down.
1: Kathy, I, I had written about that, this three years ago, and, I, and I, I had given the exact number. This is from my DHS insider who told me exactly what was going on. This is before it made, made major media, and I was called a liar. I was called somebody who was you know making false stories. Oh, you're
4: crazy. Your conspiracy yeah. uh, you out of your mind. It's real. Yeah. Uh you can read the two articles I posted on your comment section there from World Net Davis from Jack Cashel because they drugged Jack Cashel in the middle of it.
0: Oh yeah. Um, oh remember who Jack yeah. was.
4: Oh yeah. uh, Jack, yeah, so they keep calling my partner Jack. They know he's not Jack. Um but it's been an ugly fight. So those two articles from two years ago will give you a really good overview of their investigative reports and what happened with us. Then we were shut down. We uh my partner is media. He's got a very high IQ, very much a strategist. And so we went on uh, to create a new genre of 3D stereoscopic Christian motion pictures. So I've got a website link there called braverymovie.com. We can do it, and on a micro budget. So the first movie, braverymovie.com, on that website, you've got a 30-second commercial spot, a a 2D and a 3D side-by-side promo markup. This is supposed. To, this is going to be an ongoing genre if we can get funds raised. These liberal trolls do not want that to be seen either. They do not want us to let money, uh, raise money. They will not allow us to raise money. Um, of course not. That sounds sensational. If you look it's at com, the synopsis of that particular movie is kind of a Star Wars look to it, and that's the mock-up. Like I said, we did it on no money. That um, we can actually do these to combat Hollywood's anti-Christian hatred and indo- indoctrination, and do them back to back. So they don't want to raise money. They won't allow that movie to be that movie site to be seen. I've taken to the airways lately because otherwise they beat us. They've ruined us. Our lives will be ruined because these people are slandering me personally all over the internet. Sure, I cannot be seen anywhere. They've they've said even on a tweet when they saw the movie thing. This must not be. This must not be allowed to happen. That's um, right. They're still doing it. So I need everybody to go there and look. If you can donate anything at all, if you have okay. any trouble,
1: give us the website again.
4: Email me, braverymovie.com dot
1: com Okay, braverymovie.com dot
4: com. Right, okay. and you can watch that 3D. It's uh, scroll down the front page. If you have a 3D TV access with active glasses. You will see what it looks like, would look like in 3D, and that's the mock up. Everything's original. But the okay. storyline, the synopsis, is a futuristic Orwellian type movie, sci fi, of what if Christianity is outlawed in 50 years? You've got beheading parties, the government's all seeing eye. The movie is yep. going to be awesome. And they do not want that movie to come out. But we have of others course. behind that to come out one after the other. We need money. Now, they have ruined it. They've cost us our money. They've cost us our lives. I mean, seriously, looking over our shoulders these days, guys, when you got the Benghazi Select Committee co-sponsors, which is what uncovered Hillary's email scandals, and they yes. know it,
1: and cost for the election, they don't like us one bit. Well, and, and, and Kathy, accident. Kathy, let me just say this: the independent media, as you described, which you just described, is what's taking place, and, and that's the—that's the, what's not getting out to the general public is that's what's taking place. With the independent media, these people will go around. They will attack your sponsors. They'll call your sponsors up and they'll say, um, "Did you know that? Uh, you know, if well, if, if you continue sponsoring uh, the Hagman Report, uh, we're going to boycott you because they're engaged in a hate speech." You're and right. So,
4: That's okay. You're Yes, right.
1: yes, yes. Oh, oh, and oh. oh and it there's gets worse.
4: No, there's such con artists. There's yep. one of these Christian. The Christians know white. I, I sent a summons her, because I know where she is in Fresno, California, that has sent me death threats, big brothers watching you, standing yep. nasty nose, uh, shut the F up. I mean, I'm getting all this stuff all the time and half of three years. I've gone to the district attorney's office. I've gone to the uh, uh, every legal department I can find. And now I'm looking for class action lawyers, an attorney to represent me, because I will sue Twitter, and if I sue Twitter, I will win $20 million. But you can't do it without money. So, that's one thing. I started a petition near, uh, it's on the website too on braverymovie.com. Under the contact tab, there is a button there that says, please sign our petition for censorship. It's really going, to, going after Twitter. Well, I, I, I,
1: I hope you win. And, and I, I, I hope so that I you find an attorney.
4: I can't be seen. I need you guys to help me. Um, All right. finding an attorney. I need help finding an attorney whether it's personal, class action, we need funds now. And, Kathy,
1: let me plead your case for you because getting an attorney, no, no attorney is going to work on cons- or commission or uh, uh, what do they call it. Uh, they're going to need a retainer. So if, right, right off the bat, you're looking at easy, $20,000, dollars 30000
4: Yeah, I right. talked to one of them, and especially one that knows enough about social media and don't make you nuts. They don't right. have to know how to look at this stuff. I've sent a lot of this information to some reps. I'm working with a few house reps now that know us. They've got the information. We're we'll waiting until after Friday. Uh, so I don't know about the lawsuit part of it. Uh, class action lawsuit's different, they don't charge and, you.
1: And, you know, class, generally speaking, the only people that win in class action lawsuits are the lawyers. And, and that's been my experience over the years. Um,
4: well, I'll tell you how, what. Doing something's better than doing nothing because these right. people right now in Twitter, the the criminal activities they've done to us as a group yes. uh, to keep us from raising funds. To, we, we would never be able to use the internet again if we can raise and, money for the exactly.
1: And yeah. I don't mean over talking, but this is exactly another aspect of lawfare. When you, when you talk about in, in the case that I reference on on the uh, on my video is was, was about that that Muslim kid, the clock kid. But this is the other part of lawfare to shut you up. Um, this is the other part that people don't know. So you're exactly right. That that yes, yes. So
0: okay, well, you're
4: right in what you said a minute ago too, because they literally call people. They call. They'll call like they called uh, my theater people and scared the fire out of them so that oh, yeah. they wouldn't do anything. They called. Uh, the tax office, which I made friends with him because we weren't doing anything wrong with we're sure, the heck, not able to raise enough money they would even care about right now because the trolls are not letting it happen. They took my GoFundMe page down for Bravery Movie when I was on a Christian radio station for an hour out of uh, North Carolina last April. They took it down right before the show, and I didn't know it until after the show. And and it came. I've got a screenshot of that too. I've got hundreds of screenshots, maybe thousands. Uh, And it says something about uh, we're investigating it because you can't raise money for legal matters. Uh, There was nothing on there about legal matters.
0: No,
1: no. And and it it, 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 yeah, it doesn't matter. This is their. These are their tactics. And you know, many Mm -hmm. of these. And and I'll, I'll say this you're talking about all christianity um and you're talking about very um uh some very interesting and kind of scary things uh not only kathy are you guilty or uh, would, would are, are these people going to accuse you of fear porn but they're also The the people who you you've got to worry about too are the so-called Christians will come after you and saying, "Well, this is um, you know this is not right. What you're doing is not right. I don't agree with this. It's not doctrinally correct." So we're going to come after you. It's you'll get fragged as well as shot by the outside. Oh, you
4: do. Well, you know, and it's funny because if you build it, they will come. (laughs) You cannot get you can't the liberal atheist. Can very easily raise a million dollars or more for vulgar ten minute projects to be seen only on YouTube. I looked up the uh, top crowdfunded movies, and yep. they're all liberal. And, yep. and they for or there was a couple of them that were uh, raised eight hundred thousand and a million dollars to do four and five minute YouTube short cartoons.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. The, the animated stuff is is always
4: yeah. You say popular. Christian movie, and people go. You know, I can't, I can't spare 10 bucks. Come on, oh. guys. You, you want, they want, you know, they fuss about Hollywood and the indoctrination of the kids. And then that's true. And the anti Christian hatred. We finally have people. I finally, I'm the producer of this thing. But my co producer and friends are experts in the industry. So when you go to Bravery Movie, everything is, is, uh, unique and original. Even the sound is—we uh, own that the uh, music scores. That guy would come with us as well to do these new genres to go into the theaters, and it is to give these young generations, the millennials, the future kids, your grandkids, something other than the Hollywood junk that's out there. Uh, and Kathy, that's. An yeah, I'm sorry for sorry interrupting.
2: I mean, that's needed today, and you know these liberals with deep pockets all seems to stem back to the same groups, organizations, and people. Um, when you've got billion-dollar uh, donors that, that fund just about everything you do, it, you're right, it is um, sad to see
4: right. yeah, what their is ability to make that? money on, and raise
2: money. And, you Christian
4: and conservatives would back this thing once it's made. The problem is you can't make it without the money, and you especially no. can't make it when you're censored online for for getting the select committee co-sponsors and giving up your life for 17 months
1: and Kathy welcome to, welcome to 2016 welcome to post or post Obama <laughs> America well uh, that's right We're
4: welcome to 1984 that's
1: where we <laughs> are know, we're, we're at, uh, it's braverymovie.com we're going to cut you loose but but thank you for all of this you're in our hearts and our prayers braverymovie.com any, thank you and
4: anybody that can donate anything tonight would be very encouraging we need your help and if you have any trouble donating email me we need to know but right. I think they probably, might be blocking that too. Any help you get, guys, or we're dead in the water. Thank you so
2: yeah. much, Thank the, the nice Kathy. Thanks yeah. for the call. Have a good night. Up next, we have Lars in California. By
1: the way, I can, I can, I can attest for Kathy. I mean, I, I know, cause I've seen her comments and I've been, people have been told, telling me about her, about the movie and stuff, the initiatives. So, just to make sure you know.
2: Go ahead. Yeah, we got a long time listener and caller, Lars from California, on the phone. Hey Lars.
5: Hallelujah. Hey Joe, how's it how going? We doing? I can't complain. Right. Amen. Yeah, I Welcome can, back, uh, Joe. No one I've, hears. Uh, me. missed you for a few weeks. And, uh, Doug, hello? Well, hello. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, a couple, I'll just go real quick, uh, cause God's working so fast and we just have to rest right now like never before. Um back on the 29th of October the Lord uh, put in my spirit a word and it's plethora or plethora and it's it means a superabundance of something and God Almighty is going to bless his people in the coming days like never before. So the listener that was just calling in before, uh hang in there in Jesus' name. Two thousand seventeen is the year for action. It says that faith without action is dead, and those that know the Lord God shall be strong and do action or Do exploits. And then as I've spent more time this year with the Lord last 14 days, it's a year of perfection through action. And uh interesting. Oh, I'm telling you, Joe. Amen. I got us two scriptures. This is real simple. This is uh listeners go to Second Chronicles twenty when you have time to read the whole thing. Yesterday that was the message at our church up here where I live. And then I got a text today with the same scriptures. So this is a confirmation. But he says, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Verse 17, You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself, stand you still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord will be with you and this is a time for us to stand in worship stand in God's peace stand in God's power and God's gonna do the rest gentlemen Um, there's no doubt in my mind and interesting Cyrus you know there's been the uh, prophecies that you know God's using Trump as you know Cyrus and this is the 45th president Isaiah 45 well, this morning I got this nugget from Isaiah 44, verse 27 and 28. And have you guys heard about, uh, you know, Trump wants to move the uh, uh, embassy, embassy the from Jerusalem, Tel Aviv. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, I was listening to a preacher Saturday, a very famous one in town, and uh, he said that, you know, his concern was if they did that, you know the the you know, just the uproar. But, you know, the devil's a liar. He's defeated. So we know things are going to come into place. And um, God's will will be done. Uh, Isaiah 44:27 and 28. That saith to the deep, Be dry, and I will dry up that river. Thus saith that saith of Cyrus, He is my shepherd, and shall perform all my pleasure. Even saying in Jerusalem, Thou shalt be built, and to the temple. The foundation shall be laid. And I just asked this question. You know, everybody, I, I heard so many people saying that, you know, Obama was the, you know, the Antichrist and then before that. You know how it goes, guys. You know how it goes. Yeah, sure. And so now, you know, with Trump going in and all this stuff. And, it's just going to be interesting to see as this plays out. You know, does you know President Trump end up you know with his son being you know a, a Jewish man and supposedly he's going to be an uh, ambassador there? But is are we, are we that closer to the actual seeing this come to pass?
2: Oh
1: yeah, uh, so every yeah, day we, we a
5: doubt we
2: go, we, we get closer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <you> <laughs> know, some people That's say funny. that the the end oh, times no. aren't aren't upon us yet. Some believe that we are living in those times right now not the the very end but the uh, running up to the end and yes, i mean anything can happen uh things can change so fast and we see the a few things that are key um uh, what's happening in the middle east with syria this paris peace accord is something to keep our mm-hmm. eye on and they're going to continue That's to push right. these things through until they get what they want which is a two state solution which is a War-torn divided Middle East, and what purposes are those going to be for? Woe to be, wo, woe sure. to you,
1: who, who divides Jerusalem,
2: and of course, yeah.
1: uh, you know, takes away the land from the, from the, from Israel, and I'll tell you this, you know, if, if folks, look, we, <laughs> when, when we have guests on, um who talk about, uh, Israel, and, uh, talk about the, uh, Zionism, or, or, you, you have to understand, okay, um there are things that we don't agree with with our guests on when it comes to Israel. We do believe Israel is the apple of God's eye. We believe that uh, Israel, you know, Israel is dedicated to, to the Jews. All right. Now, how that was executed, many people have problems with. I get that. However, it's uh, the bottom line is this is where prophecy takes place, and this is, in at least in my view, uh, a prophetic God's prophetic timeline. So you're right on that, Lars.
5: Yeah. And you know, like I say, if we go back and just reread second chronicles 20 and also read Psalm 65. Wow. And, 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 and the river of God's here. You know, I live out here in California and from basically highway 50 north, the drought is over. And so we blanketed this area with prayer. We got 17 inches of rain last week with 17 inches of snow and we're still yeah, here. Yeah. I heard they were pushing a lot of fresh water back into the ocean. That they had
2: received, you know, almost over 350 billion gallons of water, and that made up for <laughs> wow. what was happening with the drought the last few years. But I heard that they're in, in one of the towns in California. They're just shoving billions of gallons of water back into the ocean.
5: Oh, I'm, I'm sure they're yeah. And it's all and, and and I heard Doug with you with Dave a couple weeks ago, and with uh, Jerry Brown Bag Brown, <laughs> um, and you know some things that would be coming out and uh Moonbeam yeah and i i i i gave him a bible oh years ago when he came back into office god gave me favor with him and um but um yeah i just know that uh ask for it back ripped. okay lars yeah, ask for <laughs> ask for it back seriously no i'm asking i'm asking god to move on him and joe biden and these and these people that need to get delivered if not then lord get some millstones out and lord jesus take care of business Lars, we gotta cut you loose for up against the break. We'll yes, be right sir. back God with you your yet.
3: calls
2: and more Peace. after this. Have a good night, Lars. Stay with us. We'll be right back with your calls.
1: This edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report, folks, please bookmark us, bookmark HagmanReport.com. Check that website every day. Make that one of your first stops. It may be drudges a stop, uh, whatever, but make put in HagmanReport.com as a bookmark. And also, please, bookmark uh, Hagman and Hagman.com. There you go for the show every night. That will take you to whatever venue you'd like to listen or view. It also runs the show on the uh, page. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. All right? Please do that as well. That raises our visibility. And follow us on our social networking. I've got one personal, Twitter and Facebook, as as well as the Hagman Report in general. And in total, Texas seeds. Folks, if you're preparing, and you, as well you should be, one of the mainstays of, of your pantry, your, your prep, prep pantry should be uh, seeds, regionally appro- appropriate, open pollinated heirloom seeds, now most seed banks don't take into account the geographical differences. They don't, uh, offer certified seeds. Texas Ready does. Texas Ready is the best of the best of the best seed banks out there. TexasReady.com. Or I'm sorry, TexasReady.net. You go from the banner on our website. TexasReady.net. TexasReady.net. They come in refurbished U.S. Army ammo cans, which have moisture seals. And they are virtually indestructible. The larger kits come with um, training manuals which teach you how to garden properly. And each Texas Ready Seed Bank contains 80-plus varieties of vegetables and fruits, including eight dual-purpose herbs for culinary and medicinal purposes. That's TexasReady.net, TexasReady.net. You really need these seed banks. The, the, these are the best years upon years upon years of research. They did it well, TexasReady.net.
2: We are in the last segment of this Monday edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report, and we got a number of callers lined up, and we're going to bring them on. First up is Adrian from Maine. Thanks for holding, Adrian. You're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report.
6: Hey, good afternoon. Sorry, good evening, guys. I'm a little nervous, first-time caller. Um, It's great to speak with you.
1: That's great to speak with you And the truth is we're nervous too So, No, I'm just kidding no, It's just us on the phone So <laughs> what's up? What's uh, on your mind?
6: Man. Wow, so much um, I think what's really wild is um, I'm a believer And I'm really trying to Not let my heart be troubled um, As the scripture tells us And uh, I think what's really exciting um, From God's perspective Is that Um, All these things, as far as the end times and the antichrist and the B system, God sits out of time and he's not out of control. And these things are going to happen. I think um, Trump, God bless his heart, has uh, bought us some time.
4: Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Uh,
2: I hope you're right. There is an optimism out there that people have now. There's a lift of of overbearing sense of doom that's been lifted. At the same time, though... We need to to remain vigilant uh, with all this because you know that the agenda of Satan and these um, people who worship him and it's very subtle. Things aren't, they don't seem to, to take too many setbacks with this agenda. It just seems that they, they focus on other areas and um, are constantly doing things behind the scenes that we don't see for days, weeks, even months and years in advance. So I have no so, doubt that things are continuing Along the evil track that they were Just a, a few weeks a year ago I think it's just happening in different ways And I think we'll see it in different ways I don't know how that will be But there's definitely People can't look at a Trump presidency And, and take a deep breath And put their feet up and say Okay, we uh, we, we got here um, It's going to be smooth sailing Because I think they'd be in, they're would be they going to be in For a, a very bad surprise
6: Yeah, I certainly think The, uh, the enemy is certainly ratcheting up Because um, he knows his time is short And uh, one thing that really struck me today was reading Breitbart in regards to Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg's uh, meeting with the Chancellor in Germany. And it seems like this trial of fake news censorship uh, might be a very sinister thing in the near future. And I believe in my gut that um, Mrs. Zuckerberg might play a very dark role as far as um, ushering. In a new um genocide against Christians against people that don't fit the narrative um against people that are a threat to the globalism, and I mean it's like you can't unknow these things um you sense them, you know you read the news, you try to sift through what's fake and and um what your heart and what your gut and what your soul tells you and um it's just very interesting to dissect and to listen yes. to folks like you guys, and I'm so grateful that you guys are out there. Uh, fearlessly
1: doing what you're doing. And, oh, uh, we're grateful as as... That, that you're listening. That you listen. That you're a listener, and we thank you for, you know, spending your time with us because you could be doing any number of things, listening to other programs as well. Um, it's because of you that we do this, and people like you. And uh, we're we're trying to do our job better and better and better each day. But but you know what? I'm with you there. I mean. Uh, I'm with you. Everything you said, I, I, I really agree with. You mentioned Zuckerberg as being potentially a, a part of this, the fake news, uh, anti-Christian, ultimately, you know, how this is going to end up. And I think you're absolutely 100%
2: correct. Yeah, there's uh, those supernatural forces of, of good and then there's supernatural forces of evil that, that work in our world on a daily basis. And you can see where a lot of these uh, companies, government institutions are Choosing rather than a debate of ideas and free speech to oppress and censor people based on what they believe, whether it's true or not, uh, from religion to certain political beliefs, and that's uh, you're right. It's going to intensify, especially through the social social media channels. They're creating algorithms and putting people in place to heavily monitor what people are posting, and they're going to weed out what they deem is is offensive or something that you know. could be enlightening to other
6: people. Sure. You know, I feel sad for these people because they are weighing over their heads. Um, God is the number one power.
2: Um,
0: Amen.
6: Their day of reckoning is going to be very sad and very terrible if they don't come to their senses and realize, you know, unplug from the matrix, you know. I mean, obviously somebody and some things, you know, some entities, some spirits behind the dark curtain, like Ephesians 6, um have worked uh their dark magic on people like Zuckerberg and um, you know, these people that think that, you know, wow, I have all this power to control millions of people and you these algorithms and these bots and, and all this technology and and um, you know, between that and days of Noah being resurrected, you know, and nothing new being under the sun and history repeating itself, I think these guys really need to um, look deep within themselves and realize that the game they're playing is dangerous and not only that it's very very much um, eternal.
1: Mm. Earthlight. Amen. Earthlight. And and you, sir, are are, are I believe, um the, you're, you're you're so right on the money. And I, I don't know how else to say it except that um you're exhibit A for, for the uh audience that we have Uh articulate concise understanding of the current events and he really laid it out well and for that I want to thank you yeah, thanks I, uh, for your it's call, really Adrian. great yeah.
6: yeah God bless you guys keep up the great work
2: well, thanks God bless thank you brother. too you have a good night you too thank you alright All right. we're going to go to the next caller here just want to make a quick note I really like the background Eric. it looks good on the, on the screens we're going to go to Janice in Michigan Next Janice Thanks for holding You're live on The Hagman and Hagman Report
3: Yes well good Evening It's almost past My bedtime <laughs> But I stayed Well Janice
2: you. <laughs> I'm glad you did Are you,
1: are you in your Jammies No oh, i got to ask
3: Yeah yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, right. I've been listening To your show But I never called In because I never Heard you open The lines You said we could Bring up whatever Topic and I have Been wanting to Talk about the Inauguration sure. This Friday it's almost kind of too late for what I had on my heart. Um, you know, of course, I voted for for Trump and, and I uh, I fasted also. And uh, I'm just, you know, excited for that God has given us a reprieve and put him in there. But, you know, with everything that's going on on the media about the threats and the different things that are going on of what's going to happen, it's all up in the air. We're all just waiting for Friday. And um there's one thing that has come out to me that I really would love to be able to get through to Trump on is that he needs to change his music. <laughs> In other words, <laughs> have you heard what he plays like during the Republican convention and even when he comes, uh, a friend of mine saw him there several thousands of people there, and they keep playing this song by the Rolling Stones. That's his yes. theme song. Yes. You can't always get what you want.
1: You know, I, you, you I, I, I... Yes, and and I'm stymied, because I've never heard really anyone address the reason behind that. Why? Well,
3: it could be his kids. Who knows you know, who came up with it? He's in New York and probably the Stones are in New York and, you know, it's, uh, good old American rock and roll. I'm cool and all that stuff. And, you know, I understand all that, but, um, and the thing is we need a lot of prayer and, uh, Trump might be a baby Christian. I don't know, uh, from what I'm hearing, but, We need a lot of prayer for him, but including for this inauguration. But what I was uh, feeling, or basically got downloaded to me from the Lord, was that, um, well, Lucifer was in charge of the music in heaven before he fell. And music is really powerful. So the message that he's getting out there is, You can't. It's a negative. Always get what you want. Just like I remember the theme song from uh, the Clintons was, Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow. You know? Right. It's a negative by Fleetwood Mac or whatever. So the other thing is that I don't think too many people know this, but in 1966, um, the International Church of Satan was formed in California by Anton LaVey. Yep. And, uh, he's dead now, but, um.
1: His daughter his has taken up? over the church.
3: Yeah. And I've met some of his relatives, too. But the thing is, um, music is really powerful. And, uh, Mick Jagger, who wrote Sympathy for the Devil. Yep. He's a founding member of the International Church of Satan. And, uh,. My whole thing is we got to get the spirit right over this whole inauguration so that we can dispel all this potential violence and bad vibes and division. And um, there has been fomented a lot of racism and division in this country by upper powers, and I'm sure um, Trump would like to reverse that. And um, Well, well
1: I would hope, yeah.
3: So, I mean, he could change it with some music that's different. Like, well, um, he,
1: it, well, no, 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 let me be the, the uh, devil's advocate. Okay. Unintended, okay? Um, out <laughs> uh, of all the things you could pick, w- w-
2: that seems to be so so insignificant, you know? Um, that and music, now, I'll add any, any real mainstream music in the last 50 years is all about Satan worship and, and, and is evil, so. But well, yeah, yeah, I understand what
7: you're saying.
3: From. Um, in the Bible, you know, we're in spiritual warfare. This is good versus evil, God versus yep. the devil. We all agree on that. And yep. in the Bible, there was a war that was actually won by the singers in the music going ahead. I don't know if you remember that story, but it's very interesting. Uh It's spiritual. It has, It's not in the natural. And... Um, so,
0: well,
1: we, we understand the power of frequency. I mean, we, we've had programs about frequencies and, you know, about the, the, the uh,
3: 440. the message. And it's well, okay, the, um, the message. And it's the spiritual um, aspect of uh, who's over the music. You know, this is inviting the devil to come in actually through that. Okay, well, okay,
1: anyway. let, me, let me ask you a question. If if I If I was able to pick up the phone and talk to Donald Trump and say, hey, um, lose, uh, Rolling Stones, play Frank Sinatra My Way.
3: You okay with that? No, no. No. No? Um, actually, I didn't think of this on my own, but, but I was talking with the Lord, and He gave me some information about this. He reminded me about Lucifer being in charge of the music, and, and Mick Jagger being a member of the, of the, um, Church of Satan, and, uh, Sympathy for the Devil, and all that. So um how about some American music instead of Brit British but here's a song that, that God gave to me. This is not my taste or anything, but I couldn't believe it when I saw the lyrics. Uh it's from the sixties. You might remember this. Um by the young rascals. People got to be free. <laughs> Have you ever heard okay. that?
1: Okay. Yes, 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 boy, okay. you're.
3: It's an upbeat song. Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: Yep.
3: But if every all the world over, so easy to see people everywhere just want to be free, this yep. message would be a good feeling message, upbeat that oh, the whole world would identify with.
1: Well, for it, example, it, you know exactly. And and I th- look on the whole, I think you're correct. I, I, and I think that people would, would look at you, and again, uh, you know, I mean, no disrespect whatsoever, but they, they would look at you and say, really, are you serious? You know, I mean, uh, this is what you're be, gonna be, uh, concerned about, but, but you, you're actually correct because of, I mean, you're factually correct. Um, Music is
3: powerful. It is. You know, what it, it does to people, how it makes them feel, it, you know, it, it can emit emotions or whatever. It's the most powerful medium. But the thing is, over this inauguration that's coming into with such tenseness, you know what I mean? I and, hear you. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Well, and he you made some he great. He said he's great. going
3: to have a good time. This, if you pull up the lyrics to "People Got to Be Free" by Young Rascals, and you will see that um, even the Golden Rule is in there. And I'll do unto you what you do to me. And, I, uh,
1: I, I think from now on, I think you, you are right. You are kind of late because now it's just going to yes. be hailed to the chief. Uh, however, um, yes. <laughs> good points all, uh, ma'am. We've got we got two calls left. We've got to hit hit them. Thank you though okay. for calling and and I appreciate you sharing this this uh, sharing your thoughts and with there's, us. there's
3: and, one other song that you might recall, Doug. And I'll quit with this. Is um, okay. Get Together by the Young Bloods, which uh-huh. is. Um, uh, come on people now, smile on your brother Everybody get together, try to love one another right now Oh yeah, yeah. That would be another thing that would bring people together It's not one of my favorite songs But I believe that the Lord gave me those To uh, try to be uh, options for good feelings And bringing us together as a country Amen. So thank you for letting me uh, Sure That sure. or whatever
1: Well no problem not can this now you can go back. Now you can go to bed. No, no, no. You're okay. <laughs> uh, have a good night. Have and good I am sleep.
3: a first-time caller too. So. Well, con-
1: congratulations. Thank you so much for calling. We really appreciate it. We really do. Oh,
3: thank you. You guys have a good night. You're doing a good job.
2: All right. Thank you. You have thank a good night too.
3: All right. Bye bye.
2: All right. We got two callers left. Right, we got D'Angelo rock. and Georgia. We're coming to you first. You're live on the Hagman and Hagman Report. We can do this. Hello? Hey, what's up? What's up?
0: What's so, up? Um, yeah, I'd like to discuss something. So let's say scenario. Um, Let's say that the government really does fall down and basically America becomes like an anarchy uh, country, right?
1: Uh, under Trump so, or just in general?
0: Just in general. Like basically... Nobody can be ruled over. There's no cops. There's no, you know, military personnel. Nothing. Like everybody's literally free.
1: In other words, so, a Saturday yeah. in Chicago, right? All right. Yeah, we, it like that. All right, we got
0: you. Yeah. So, um, I'm wondering what would be like the best way to keep everything, you know, balanced, because you know, um, I already know. Sometime in this century, you know, in the 2000s or probably 3000s, this government will eventually fall down. It's not going to stay here forever. So I'm wondering what's the best way to replace it. It's
2: a good question. <sighs> well, I would say the the oh, well, if, if the a federal a, government and even state governments collapse, the only solution yeah. or the only way to get back on track would be to have um, functioning, secure local communities where you have, you know, people who do different types of work from doctors to farmers to mechanics. You'd have to have sure. um, a, a real community. But, but, but think and about, the, the, only but think to,
1: about to the, the government
2: structure, though, Joe, what, what this caller said, because oh, it would be yeah. chaos uh, yeah. if it did collapse. But the, uh, what I'm saying is the solution, and the, really the only solution, is to have a a real functioning community where everybody serves a purpose, people help each other. There mm-hmm. would be obviously, you know, no assistance or uh, from law enforcement to to monetary or food assistance from the federal government. So everybody would have to have yeah. a purpose and band together under survival, under the theme of surviving, and that would be the only way. Um, because if people are, are are acting out of you know chaos and anarchy, as you said, and running around killing each other, there's not going to be any peace, there's not going to be any peace of mind unless you have, it's almost like a what you saw in, with the gangs, um, you know, from Italians to all kinds of different type. the prison gangs, people get together and they try to work towards their own survival, you're going to have to have a community type gang where, it, almost like yeah. back in the, the days of the huh. pilgrims.
0: Yeah, but the problem is with the gang part. um, I don't know. It just got infiltrated and uh you know, they went from being supportive to just destructive.
2: <laughs> right. But I, I think if everybody sees the, the chaos and the the anarchy, the um and hostility, they would have to understand that, you know, strength in numbers is the only way to do this because Everybody can't grow food for themselves or raise animals to to for farming. You know, a lot, a lot of people can't fix their yeah, own and cars a and can't do. leak scenario, um, it, oh. you know these different functions, and, and you need people from all walks of life to fill these roles that need to be filled.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what if um, you know? There's going to be other countries that are interested in taking that land. So. Yeah,
1: a Red Dawn scenario on top of the civil unrest and chaos, kind of
2: what Dave Hodges talks about. And that doesn't concern me as much. I think um, my, if it got to that point, most people in this country would be dead by that time.
0: Mm.
2: <sighs> Caller gives us something to think about, my friend.
1: <laughs> it it, it does. <laughs> and you know something? Yeah. The, 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 gee, right before <laughs> bedtimes, too. No, um... Uh, let us let us mull that over a little bit. We're going to take our last call here, but thank you for calling and bringing that up. It's kind of an interesting scenario that you painted, and again, uh, something that Dave Hodges talks about: you combine the chaos, we'll, we'll replace it. And how? We, uh, very interesting question. I'm not sure how that. I'm not. I'm not sure. We know. All right, brother. Thank you. We're going to grab right. another. Very Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think thank you. I don't know, but thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good night. You're
2: uh, all right, man. We got one caller left. Jeff in Missouri. We're gonna bring you on now. Missouri. Thanks for holding. You are live on the Hagman and Hagman Report.
7: Hi guys, how you doing?
1: Oh, fantastic. How's Missouri?
7: Oh <laughs> well, it's all right. It's been raining yeah. here, but it's all right. Um First time caller Actually first time I've ever called Into a show <laughs> And uh Actually <laughs> Ran into you Off the of Alex Jones Channel Whenever you are in great. there With the The deal with yeah. The Pedogate guy and
1: Yeah you know I wish I would have yeah. Had another ten minutes Of that Yeah I wish you Would have too <laughs> man, I I was <laughs> just Getting warmed up But anyway
7: Yeah Yeah I could tell
1: <laughs>
7: oh, But uh Uh, Just my comments on inauguration Yeah I think there's going to be a little bit of uh, Scuffles going on But as far as the swearing in of Trump I think that's going to go Smooth
2: I
0: agree I don't
7: don't really see an issue there No I think the government The
2: the government and the law enforcement agencies Work really hard to make sure that This event goes off without any Issue and it's yeah. not only a, uh, it's for the American people It's for the world to see That the transition of power can happen Without incident and smoothly And keeping that confidence uh, In the American system Is what it's all about I don't think it has anything to do with the people Who are who are coming and going I think it has to do with the, the structure of, of our government
7: Yeah yep. And uh, one other thing I'm going to try to be quick Because I know you guys are about ready to get off of here
1: you ever, oh, you're, you're, you're um, going to take us out, so... Yeah, go ahead.
7: <laughs> you, ever, you ever interviewed Bix Weir or heard of him?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we've heard of him, and I think he he, he was, was on the scheduled. show, wasn't it? I think he was scheduled to be on, and then then something got screwed up, but uh, you like him? What do you think?
7: Yeah, 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 I do. You know, he's into financial and geopolitical stuff, and uh, he's got good, in- well, I hope good insight. You know, because we all know things are going to go down.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
7: And eventually. And the way he looks at it, on the other side, although it's going to be rough, <laughs> and I know it's going to be rough, and, you know, my mom passed away a uh, week before Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, she man, in a better I'm sorry. Place.
7: Uh, it's all right. She's in a better place than all of us. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh. You know, I'm just glad she's not going to have to go through this because, you know, she had health issues and all that. So she's not going to have to deal with it. We're going to. Yes. And
1: uh, And uh so are our
7: children. And his, yeah. yeah, but his perspective on the other side of what happens after is so interesting. And I like his take. And it'd be, I don't know, I think it'd be interesting if you guys had him on there and Talk to well
1: just, just for you just a suggestion just for you, we are going to uh make an invite to big square and uh, again I, I believe we had him scheduled, and I think something happened where we had it it isn't like right around Christmas time. But I think the holidays got in the way, and uh, we got tripped up over that, so we'll have him come we'll, we'll have him come on and uh uh keep him on for an hour or so and because you're right yeah,
7: he's, he's good he just he's got a better upbeat to a downside, yes, <laughs> you know what yes. I yes. Mean?
1: I, and I've heard because him before There's
7: so much negativity pushing towards you That you just think it's end, Where yeah. he can see the light at the end of the tunnel And
1: Well and I think it's so important the way he don't explains
7: you it, yeah. yeah and then he also talks about You know What he thinks about Trump And What Trump's going to bring out to the world For everybody to see Which is another interesting deal. But I'll um, let him explain that. Then me try to explain that through him. <laughs>
1: you know, I got a cup I think yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Um it'll be interesting indeed. Brother, we're at the end of the show. You did it. You took us gotcha. out. God bless you, my friend. Thanks for calling and thanks for thanks for allowing God, thank us to be you. the first time. Oh. Hey, no problem. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Bye. All right. Appreciate it. Well, that'll do it, ladies and gentlemen, for us tonight. Uh, Joe, very interesting set of callers. Uh, I mean, really some class act, uh, all of them class act callers.
2: Absolutely. And just for those folks, uh, who are listening in hopes of listening to guest Trey Smith tonight, uh, yeah. we did contact him. There was some kind of mix up and he will be rescheduled. So uh, I'll we'll keep you back. updated on that. Yeah. It happens sometimes and, um, It was nice that it happened because we got a chance to open the phone lines and hear from you guys. Talk to you. On the heels of this week of the inauguration. So, we will be back tomorrow. We got a fantastic show for the rest of the week and for the rest of the month and for the foreseeable future, so you're not going to want to miss it. Until then, stay safe, God bless, and have a good night. We will be back tomorrow.